it actually worked. I used the Skype button that was on my switchboard. So I'm connected. I don't know how well that's going to work out, but we'll see. But they don't get my talking points on Blog Talk Radio, which is okay. To give a reader's digest to what I said in my talking points, there's stuff going on with the CDC. And it could mean and spell trouble for the CDC. Okay? Well, just right now it's a kind of a wait and see game with them. All right. Having some trouble with my browsers today. Let's see if I can get this to open up on my. If my switchboard opens up over here, I'll switch browsers immediately. Okay. That's nice. Let's see if I can open my chat room on the other on the other computer on the other browser the browser I want to use. Well, what do you know? Okay, it opened. All right. Hate when that happens. I actually have everything working on the other browser. At least it looks that way. Okay, this one I think I have over in the browser already. What what do I have here? Two I got already. Do do do. You ever have one of those days, folks, where things are just a little silly, a little crazy, a little wacky? Uh, okay. By George, I believe I've got it. The funny thing about this business with the CDC is, uh, and this is for the benefit of uh, Blog Talk Radio listeners, um, the sad reality is 
you, I didn't expect them to be, you know, accused of anything. But apparently, they're being accused of quietly modifying the COVID-19 death stats. You heard right, folks. I'm dead serious. They're being accused of quietly modifying COVID-19 death stats. Okay. What happened? According to the story I have here in front of me, there may be trouble brewing for the CDC. Late last week, the agency provided an update to its coronavirus death statistics when something caught the eye of a conservative blogger. In a tweet, which has since been taken down by Twitter, they basically deleted the tweet. The agency was accused of quietly updating their death statistics to admit only 6% of all recorded deaths were caused by the virus. The tweet caught the attention of President Trump, who retweeted it shortly before it was taken down. Now, however, a separate tweet by Jenna Willis, who serves as the legal advisor for the president's 2020 campaign, has not been has not been deleted and links an article by the Gateway Pundit describing the scandal. According to the reports on the update, the agency admitted that just over 9,000 deaths were actually caused by the virus. If that's true, the other 94% of the COVID-related deaths would have been caused by comorbidities or other illnesses in the patient that may have contributed to their death. Basically, anything not COVID-19. However, the CDC and some medical experts have said that's a blatant misinterpretation of their revisions. The agency said the update actually revealed that for 6% of COVID-related deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause of death mentioned on their death certificates. If true, that would mean 6% of patients died without any comorbidities. Now, the president has not responded to the CDC's rebuttal, but he has voiced skepticism Excuse me while I yawn. Sorry, folks. Uh, 
he has voiced skepticism in the agency multiple times. The administration has accused the CDC of inflating its death stats to reflect neg- to reflect negatively on the White House virus response. Hmm. Very interesting. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Why not uh, call in and join us? Let us know what you think of this incredibly insane situation. Hmm. Personally, I think the uh, stats just completely... All that information, that story right there just tells me up front there's something very, very screwball. Watching by way of Periscope.tv. Cherokee Rose is watching. Good to see you there, Cherokee Rose. Always a pleasure. Cherokee says, wow, that is amazing. So CDC has been skewing the numbers. Yep. They've been skewing them, skewering them, filleting them, slicing and dicing them. Put it any way you like because, baby, they've been, they've been, they've been cooking the fucking books. And yet, nobody, but nobody seems to want to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to bring up the fact that the CDC screwed up. Okay, it's really that simple. They just plain fucked up. And not for anything, but maybe YouTube and these other social media platforms that took all those videos down or let them go back up. Because the truth came out months ago and nobody wanted to hear it. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Now it's starting to make sense what I, and I'm sure every Facebook user, has looked at. And that's these new uh, these these updates to the um, terms of service for Facebook. I'll get to that in just a second. But for those of you watching on the video platforms, I'm going to show you something. This is the retweeted. Um, I'm going to show you the retweeted uh, image. Because, honestly, I could not believe my eyes. Oh, wrong, wrong thing there. Bear with me just one moment. 
There we go. Now I'm going to show this to you folks. And for those of you listening on the radio side, I'll read off what's here. President Trump retweeted the following from Mel Hugh, little Mel. Okay? This is on Twitter. Before they took this down, it reads as follows. This week, the CDC quietly updated the COVID number to admit that only 6% of all the 153,304 deaths recorded actually died from COVID. That's 9,210 deaths. The other 94% had two to three other serious illnesses, and the overwhelming majority were very advanced age. Okay. In there, this person put the following out. Okay. And this was posted on Facebook of all places. Now I'm starting to see why they updated their terms of service. And for all you Facebook users, you better start listening to what I'm telling you. Because now we may not have access to our own accounts. If Facebook decides, well, I'll get to that in a second. So the, the, the initial information about the CDC quietly updating the COVID numbers, uh, that 6%, uh, the 9,210 deaths. Oh, sorry, folks. I couldn't stop. I, I tried to. I, I'm yawning my head off again. Here we go with the I can't. I have to sleep day and night. This is just not fair. I'm going to try and get through this, folks. Trust me. So the other 94% had two to three other serious illnesses. You know, of course, they gave that information. And the overwhelming majority were of very advanced age, 90% in nursing homes. Remember here in New York, Mr. Cuomo and the nursing homes? Hmm? <laughs> wow. Starting to add up, ain't it, folks? That's a pretty big boom. I couldn't agree more. That is not to say it's not real. I'm debating. I'm not debating that. I'm just showing updated numbers. Not here to fight. Sick of fighting. Will delete messages wanting to fight. Peace, love, and good health to all. Blah, blah, blah. So that's the Facebook uh, edition that the person put on Twitter. That all got taken off of Twitter by Twitter itself. Okay, so you can just imagine where this is all going. Well, now I'm going to share with you what Facebook put out in their update to their terms of service. For all you Facebook fans out there, you better pay attention to this one. Okay, because this is freaking nuts. 
Let me just uh, open it up there so it'll go on the screen well. There we go. Now, this is Facebook's update of their terms of service, which seems rather suspicious because why would Facebook update their terms of service uh, for Section two point for Section three point two in their terms of service to read as follows: Effective October 1, 2020, Section three point two of our terms of service will be updated to include. We also can remove or restrict access to your content, services, or information if we determine that doing so is reasonably necessary to avoid or mitigate adverse legal or regulatory impacts to Facebook. So anything you post on Facebook if they decide it's a legal liability to them, you don't have access to your Facebook account. Worst case scenario. Isn't that just lovely how censorship works in America, my dears? Isn't that just, isn't this the most wonderful thing in the world? We're being censored into oblivion. And for people who, and Cherokee Rose got the same notification. Everybody got this on Facebook. Cherokee Rose didn't read it. I just read it. This shocked her to no end because she went, wow. Yeah. So this whole thing with the CDC comes out, and then magically, like that, Facebook updates its terms of service. What are you worried about? They're not a publisher. They're a big brother. They're the big brother. You know, they're the they're the they're the clowns that that run the asylum. So the CDC gets caught, and sure enough, what do we get for our trouble, ladies and gentlemen? We get Facebook censoring. Come on, headphones, work with me here. Now then, I've got Gunslinger on the line with me. How's it going, Gun? Waiting for the rain, finally. It's supposed to be rain the rest of the week. Finally, we'll get a few and bimbers. Man, it was a hot motherfucker this weekend. We got to try a fucking egg out there on that fucking road. Terrible. Well, there's at least some relief. But uh, don't get yourself too happy about it. According to the Farmer's Almanac, winter's going to be a bitch. They're expecting deep cold and lots of snow. 
That's according to the Farmer's Almanac, folks. So just wanted to let you know that. As a journalist, I am responsible to make sure that information such as that is presented to you immediately. Okay, pop the champagne cork. Winter's coming. Big deal. I knew that. My, I could I could feel the chill down my back already. Now, for those of you who are watching on the video platforms, uh, normally you only you would only see the time stamp on the on the uh, you know on the broadcast. And what bothers me is. It's still not showing the the symbol for PM. Oh, that's just not fair. Well, it is also showing, I also have the date on the the video uh, stamp as well. The reason I did that, I just want to get to this real quick before I forget, um, a lot of times I will ask you to email your comments, you know, those of you watching in archives. Um, and what happens is, you know, I tell you to put down today's date, forgetting that some of you may put down the date you watched it, not the date that it aired. So since I go on at 10 o'clock at night Eastern time, I put the date stamp on there as you can see, it says Monday, the 31st day of August, 2020. And that, of course, will change to uh, the, fir- the first day of September after when, when it hits midnight. So, beautiful thing. So, the CDC gunslinger. Wow. Talk about a shocker. You know? I mean, we, we sat here, I remember no way bringing this up, you know, about the, and talking, and, 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 talk, and, and, and it, boy, I'm, I can't talk today. Let me try that again. No way used to say, you know, about the numbers, I believe. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of people start questioning these, these numbers uh, in the beginning, especially with the, the uh, mishandled uh, testing and so forth. And it seems like everybody's fixated on people, on the number of people dying. They used to... Sh- talk about how many people were infected, how many people died, how many people actually recovered from coronavirus, right? The problem is they they dropped telling people about how many recovered from coronavirus or COVID-19. And what gets me is here you've got this um, this uh, thing with the CDC I mean, come on, really? You're going to sit there and tell me that you mean to tell me that this, okay, this is for real? 
They actually screwed up. So what these doctors and nurses were telling us in the now deleted videos off of YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and so forth. By the way, Facebook, I'm going to tell you something right now. You, you, cut, you stop me from getting into my Facebook account where I can't use it. I've got alternatives. Now, I'm telling you right now, folks, if you are sick of the kind of censorship they, they talk about, go to, go to MeWe, go to Spreely, go to any of these other alternatives and get away from the censorship committee. And, uh, folks, I have to sneeze, so excuse me. God, I hate when that happens. Every time I turn around, I got to turn my mic off. And if I'm lucky enough to catch it, turn on my slide view so I don't... I hate sneezing. I hate allergy season. That's why I'm I'm actually looking forward to wintertime. I don't have allergies in the wintertime as bad as I do in the summer. Yeah. All right, Gunslinger. What's what's your thoughts on on this whole thing with the CDC? I told you from almost months ago that there's something rotten in Denmark with the numbers. I'm a numbers person. Right? I understand numbers. Well, I have to be in order to be in the Yeah, but you always said that the numbers don't lie. Yeah, that's true. The numbers don't lie. They can be manipulated. Mm-hmm. I said that. Remember me saying that? Yeah, that's true. The numbers themselves do not lie. They can be manipulated, though. Okay? And obviously, <laughs> the CDC is doing some little tweaking, aren't they? Okay? So, yeah, those numbers, if they present out, of course, they've been, they've been tinkered with. Okay? So now we're finding the real numbers now. Okay? There's, 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 there's logic for my fantasy or insanity or whatever you want to say. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's see if that yeah, that's, yeah, there we go. So, you know, um, six million, huh? Hmm. Well, gee whiz. Again, we go back to the numbers again back in, what was it, 2010 with H1N1 or whatever it was, and it infected 60 million, six. 60 million people in the United States alone. So somebody is exploding these fucking numbers. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, it's a, it, it, if you get it, you, 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 it's not a good thing. Okay, I agree. And there's been a lot of people that have died from it in the United States and worldwide. Okay? That's unfortunate. But it's not as much as what it was with this, you know, N1H1, whatever it was back in 2010, I think it was. When you had 60 million people infected, okay? I mean, six, 6 million is a far cry from 60 million, okay? Long ways. So, are they doing it on purpose? Could be. Very well could be. And they said that it affected, what'd you say, 90% of people that are in nursing homes? Huh. 
Could it 90%, be eugenics? Yeah. yeah, could it be eugenics? Ever heard that word? Killing off the old? Possible. I wouldn't 90%. go that far. I, I 90% that far. is a... Yes, I know. Is a big percentage. I, I wouldn't call it eugenics. Honestly, that's that's going into conspiratorial nonsense as far as I'm concerned. Well, but that's just know, me. That's just me, too. But, you know, there's people in this world that wants to reduce the world's population to 500 million. Go look it up and document it. Okay? So, hmm. yes, I've, I've, think, seen, I've seen everything, and everything else. Any, and and I, I, I'm very skeptical. I'm serious. I'm very yeah, skeptical. I mean, people, can be, people can be skeptical all day they want, but, you know, there are evil people out there. Okay? Everybody should realize that. And there's, go back to school. Denying there's evil people. And evil people denying. do evil things. <laughs> you know? <laughs> look around. Uh, so, I don't know. You know, it's just really strange. It's very strange, very, very strange. But, uh, there again, it's coming from the CDC. <laughs> They should have been on it. They should have been on it day one. Was well, they? They're kind of, they're kind of lax in their, in their duties, don't you think? But that's what they're supposed to be there to monitor the world, to monitor, and see if they worry these things pop it up, and you know, do something before it gets, before it gets to where it is right now. Obviously, they fail. <clears throat> well, I think the CDC right now uh, is trying to backpedal. That's what I see happening here. They're, they're, kind of, they're trying to backpedal also. And, uh, you know, if, if you're going to, if that's what you're going to, if you're going to sit there and, and backpedal through this, you might want to reconsider uh, looking at all these outlets that are putting this stuff out. Now, I've got the Gateway Pundits in front They call it in the headlines, it's a shock Okay, this week, CDC quietly updated COVID-19 numbers. Only 9,210 Americans died from COVID-19 alone. Rest had different other serious illnesses. Okay. So, and I'm trying to get through all these advertisements. It's like trying to get teeth pulled without Novocaine. Pain in the ass. Okay, so so let's get this straight. This is from the this is from the Gateway Pundit. Based on the recommendation of doctors Fauci and Bricks, the U.S. shut down the entire economy based on 9,000 American deaths due entirely to the China coronavirus. Now, the Gateway Pundit says here they were the first to report that the Director General of the World Health Organization on March 3rd, 2020, set off the panic with his highly flawed statement. Okay? While many people globally have built up immunity to seasonal flu strains, COVID-19 is a new virus to which no one has immunity. That means more people are susceptible to infection and some will suffer severe disease. 
globally, about 3.4% of reported COVID-19 cases have died. By comparison, seasonal flu generally kills far fewer than 1% of those infected. Okay, this is what the Director General of the World Health Organization said back on March 3rd of this year. There's more, folks. This statement caused a global panic. We, however, knew it was wrong, and we wrote about it on March 17th, 2020. They even provide a video of Dr. I can't even pronounce this guy's <clears throat> name. I can't even out. Cabrera Jesus Jesus. I can't. Well, this doc, some doctor. The World Health Organization leaders coronavirus death rate number of 3.4 percent was false, and we provided, and we proved, sorry, this in our post. At the time, the Gateway Pundit reported that the coronavirus fatality rate reported by the liberal mainstream media was completely inaccurate and the actual rate more typical to a seasonal flu. The media was lying again. No shit. Doctors Fauci and Bricks next pushed ridiculous and highly exaggerated mortality rates related to the coronavirus. Dr. Tony Fauci and Dr. Deborah Bricks used the Imperial College model to persuade President Trump to, to lock down the entire U.S. economy. This fraudulent model predicted 2.2 million American deaths from the coronavirus pandemic. The author's of the Imperial College model shared their findings with the White House course, uh, White House coronavirus, <clears throat> try again, George, the White House Coronavirus Task Force in early March. Dr. Fauci and Dr. Bricks then met with President Trump privately and urged him to shut down the U.S. economy and destroy the record Trump economy based on this model. Okay. Get this. But the Imperial College model Dr. Fauci and Dr. Bricks pushed was garbage, and they recommended the destruction of the U.S. economy using this completely flawed model. But today, we now have empirical evidence that the World Health Organization, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Bricks, were all wrong. Gee, you think? They were charlatans. They lied. The CDC silently updated their numbers this week to show that only 6% of all coronavirus deaths were completely due to the coronavirus alone. The rest of the deaths pinned to the China coronavirus are attributed to individuals who had other serious issues going on. Also, most of the deaths are very old Americans with comorbidities, Okay, and of course, they. What I shared with you that that tweet, that since deleted tweet, 
the Gateway Pundit even acknowledges that they updated the post with the tweet because Twitter took down Mel Q's tweet after, we, after they published this post. They also included a screen grab of the CDC webpage. Let me see if I can... It'll look a little fuzzy, folks. But I want this is this was a this this is a image from the a screen grab of the CDC information, which reads as follows: Table three comorbidities. Table three shows the types of health conditions and contributing causes mentioned in conjunction with deaths involving coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. For 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned. For deaths which conditions or or, or causes, in addition to COVID-19, on average, there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes per death. The number of deaths with each condition or cause is shown for all deaths by age groups for data on comorbidities. Okay? And this is directly off of the CDC website. Okay? Folks, this this is... I wonder what else was an overreaction. I would love to know what else was an overreaction on the part of the, of the CDC, Dr. Fauci, and Dr. Bricks. Okay? Because obviously somebody is not playing with a full deck and they've convinced the president of the United States of America to go with their recommendation based on faulty bogus information You know, Gunslinger, the CDC could try backpedaling on this all they want, but the cat's out of the bag. There's going to be a shitstorm following this. And there should be. They should be held accountable for their fuck-ups, okay? Just like any government agent, I don't care who it is, they need to be held accountable for their fuckers. Okay? They should have been on this, like I said, day one. As soon as they even got even the flip of it, whether it was true or not, they should have been investigators. They should have started their process, whatever they did. I don't think it would have been as bad as it is today. You know, it still, it still would have been. It still would have went around the world, as the old saying goes. But they could have been up on. They could have been up on it. I mean, if you're going to 
study infectious diseases and all this stuff, then you need to look, keep, open your eyes and say, hmm, what's coming out of China over there? What, hmm, I smell a bug. As you know, but they didn't do that. They failed on their fucking job. They do. <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody once said to me, if you tell a lie long enough and it doesn't get caught, people start believing it. They'll believe that lie. You tell it long enough and eventually you start to believe your own lies. And the wise Sage of that information? My mother. She was the one who said that to me. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. I think it's time for Rick's and Dr. Fauci. Have another one, Gun. Getting the hiccups uh, right here. Hiccups. <laughs> I, I had my today, bout with the hiccups. If, today the fucking hiccups is the goddamn sneezing. Ragweed is in bloom down here, so I love that. Love well, you've got, you got the hiccups, okay? So you, you can have the hiccups. See, the, the, the beauty of this is about two weeks ago, I had the hiccups so bad that I, I went to uh, take a, a, a sip of milk. And I hiccuped and ended up spewing it all over the kitchen floor. And I'm telling you right now, I was not happy. When I had a sneezing fit, you know, usually I'll sneeze like three, four, maybe five times at the most. Eight, nine times is a bit much for me. About eight times one moment, five, ten minutes down the road, another five or six, uh, about ten or fifteen minutes later, another five or six, and the last sneezing fit I ended up with, I had a, a mouthful of coffee and I couldn't stop the sneeze and I ended up splattering my wall with coffee. <laughs> Needless to say, I was not a happy camper. So you can have the hiccups. I'll deal with the sneezing. Just one thing. Make sure your your mouth is completely empty if you end up having the hiccups. That can be very bad. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. The number to call if you want to join in the discussions we're having tonight regarding the CDC and the coronavirus pandemic. Given the new information that has come to light, well. To uh, move on to another item here, Senator Johnson is speaking out 
on office of the DNI ending in-person election security briefings. Now, according to this, Senator Ron Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, recently spoke out on the Director of National Intelligence's decision not to to no longer provide in-person briefings on election security to congressional intelligence committees. During an interview Sunday, Johnson noted that the briefings will continue in write, in written form and will no take place in person due to apparent leaks. That's rather a smart idea. Although he said Russia has and always will try to destabilize American elections, Johnson suggested concerns about the briefings are being exaggerated. This is being blown so way out of proportion, I could probably count on one or two fingers the things that are actually classified in those briefings, he stated. There is no surprise here. We know that foreign actors are trying to influence, trying to destabilize our political system, but again, we're doing Putin's work for him. Despite the change, Johnson asserted lawmakers will still have the opportunity to question officials working on election security. Okay? What Adam Schiff did with this false narrative, what the news media did in terms of false Russian collusion with the Trump campaign narrative, a criminal investigation, special counsel, that is what has destabilized our politics, continued the Republican senator. Meanwhile, top Democrats, such as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, have called the Director of National Intelligence's decision shocking. Why am I not surprised? The Office of the Director of National Intelligence's decision to cancel all election security briefings for the Congress is a shocking abdication of its responsibility to keep Congress informed. The American people have both the right and the need to know what another nation, Russia, is trying to help decide who their president should be. And she made a statement with uh, Congressman Schiff. I'm not going to go into that. That's a bit much. The, the, the irony of this is, see, look at what she said in her tweet. I saw this tweet because I, I, follow, I follow her on Twitter, so to keep an eye on her and, her and the other Democrats. The American people have both the right and the need to know what another nation, Russia, is trying to help decide who their president should be. First of all, those briefings from the DNI, 
The media doesn't talk about them. I haven't seen any transcripts of the briefings posted on the Internet anywhere, not on government websites, none of that shit. So, and, 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 and who are the American people that need to know? The people you say need to find out, your constituents, other Democrats. Yeah, I have a need to know, but I'm not going to find out. I'm not going to get that information, especially anything that's classified. So, fancy Nancy, nice try. Gun? You know what she's trying to do? She's always trying to stir up trouble here and there, trying to do everything she can. Okay, she's a troublemaker, besides an idiot, uh, but a troublemaker. Instead of doing what's good for the country, she's done everything in her power to make things worse. I mean, a zillion times worse, okay? I mean, just imagine if you had somebody in there that worked with President Trump, instead of against him, okay? Imagine what this country would be like today. Uh, Wow. But yet these stupid people still left these idiots. Uh, it's amazing. It's like a gigantic stupidity that has come over those people that elected, supposedly elected these people, you know, Piglosi, Chuck the Smuff, AOC, all these, all these idiots. It's amazing. I've never seen the level of stupidity at that level beyond me. <laughs> beyond me. Well, Gunslinger, let's bear in mind, okay? Let's bear in mind that we're talking about a Democrat that supposedly everybody's afraid of. But every Democrat in D.C. is very afraid of. Well, I'd be afraid of this old bag, this old windbag, too, if, if, I, if I thought it would have, if it would do any good to be afraid. But, see, one, I'm not a Democrat. Okay? That's number one. Thank God I'm not a Democrat, you know? But number two, uh, let's face the, the, summary, the, the summary reality of this with her. She's a pathological liar. She doesn't have an, an, any useful... Um, uh, anything useful to offer, okay? Because if she did, I'd be mildly surprised. Wouldn't you? I'd be flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Gun. No, I said I would, I would be flabbergasted. I mean, something right and good come out of that, that well, man. It's crazy. Like I said, crazy, man. Crazy. <laughs> Look, if Nancy Pelosi came out tomorrow and said that she will support the president of the United States, Donald Trump, in rebuilding this country and bringing it back from the brink, I think I would faint. Okay, I think I would bloody fucking faint. 
because she's a conniving windbag. And that's being kind. But she's not the only one in Congress with a big mouth, okay? She's not the only one in Congress with a big mouth. You've got others like Jerry Nadler, Adam Schiff. Uh, Oh, yeah. And someone we haven't really heard from, she's been keeping her mouth shut of late. Impeach 45, impeach 45, impeach 45. You know, Maxi Pad Waters. And I don't know if you've seen anything, but I haven't noticed anything from the asshole on crack. Okay? Maybe it's just me, but somewhere along the line, the Democrats, they know the jig is up. They know the jig's up. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah, you're right. They know that their goose is cooked. They know that Trump's going to win again. Okay, and they—they're just like, what else can we do? That's why they're—that's why they're keeping keeping low because they know that. Oh well, they're fixing to hit that fucking brick wall again, just like they did in 2016, and they know it. You got to be stupid not to know it. Okay, and like you said, nothing from Maxie Pad Waters her her cheese slipped off her cracker a long time ago, along with all those other idiots. They can't take care of keeping quiet. Very strange. <laughs> and of course, with all the um, with all the stuff going on regarding uh, you know the the riots and everything, I had a conversation with with someone today uh, earlier back. Uh, I was on the phone with someone about three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, out of uh, respect to this person, because they do work for a uh, agency, I will not say who they are. It's only fair. But when it comes to the rioting, the looting, the pillaging, and the plundering, I think this person drinks the the, the mainstream media Kool Aid in gallons. Not glasses. Oh, oh, but but they're they're just they're just peaceful protesters. You know, the, the people that come out in the daytime are peaceful. Yes, but what about the people at night? Oh, they're, they're just they're just they're just out there protesting. I said so, smashing store windows, stealing merchandise, and then. In some cases, burning the business to the ground. That car dealership protest. Yeah, that car dealership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that too. Yeah. This is how how brainwashed the mainstream media has people. Brainwashed you are. Well, 
you also left out people getting shot and killed. Okay. Uh, the day they got his uh, bullet in the head. Now, he sort of deserved it because he was a convicted pedophile. Okay. Spent 12 years in prison. Go look it up. Yep. Uh, the other guy that got shot, one's got part of his arm blown off. He was a burglar at criminal history mile long. So, hmm. <laughs> but like I said, there is sitting there and allowing it to happen. Guess what? Democrat run cities, state, all that shit. There you go. More proof you want. <laughs> well, Gunslinger, I, I've often wondered, you know, do people actually pay attention to this stuff? See, I don't watch these uh, these videos on Facebook and Twitch and other places because I know the shit's going on out there. I don't have to see it constantly to be reminded that, yes, shit's going on out there. But I do know one thing for certain. It hasn't reached that volcanic point yet. It hasn't gone nuclear yet. Mark my words, it will. And when it does, God help us all. Go ahead. Hmm. All right. So let's see here. Four young leftists sentenced in court after hurling chlorine bombs at, pol- at, at a police officer, nearly killing him and detonating seven other bombs. There's your peaceful protesters, folks. I'm going to read that story for you in just a moment. Uh, I'm, on the ha- I'm using the handheld microphone here because I am going back and forth between my studio and the Firefox News Online Kitchen, where I am attempting to do the impossible. Yes, folks, I'm actually attempting to get a cup of coffee. felt like having some coffee. All right, put a little cow juice in there. Thank you. No, just a little more cow juice. That's perfect right there. All right. One of these days I'm going to... Maybe even actually do a cooking show. I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. Uh, figure out how to do that with cameras and everything. Eh, well, then again, maybe not. The stuff I make, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to eat it, folks. I mean, it's it tastes good, but you really wouldn't want to eat it because you'll end up gaining weight like I did during the COVID nineteen lockdown. That's right, folks. During the COVID-19 lockdown here in New York, 
I put on a good 25 or 30 freaking pounds. Somebody come up with a COVID-19 diet. I mean, seriously. (coughs) And I'm surprised no one has yet. I'm surprised nobody's come up with a COVID-19 diet. For all of us poor souls who put on roughly about 25 to 35 pounds of weight. And we didn't want it, that's for sure. In fact, I can tell you with some certainty, no, I did not want it. In fact, I'll go so far as to say, not only did I not want the extra poundage, there goes, there goes everything on my te- on my desk here. Stop falling off my desk. Mostly because I went to move my hand, and all of a sudden my hand started shaking, and I'm going, no, don't, 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 slap. All right. And now, for this story that I started to mention... Here goes nothing. And let me put my rather grizzly-faced face, which, by the way, yes, folks, today I decided to get rid of the beard. I got rid of my beard. It looked tacky on camera. That and it itched a lot. So, okay, that's not breaking news. That's just a little silliness on my part. Okay, yeah, <laughs> here we go. All right, so these four leftists were sentenced in court after hurling chlorine bombs at at police, nearly killing killing a police officer and detonating seven other bombs. Ain't that a hit in the freaking head? And they were sentenced last week on charges they created a road hazard as a stationary target. (gasps) Then the young leftists hurled a chlorine bomb at the police officer when he stopped to clear the road. Okay. The young leftists were sentenced to 60 days in prison and probation for two years. The injured officer still has trouble breathing. Oh, boy. Uh, Bear with me, folks, while I make some adjustments here to my... Now, the Jeffco.us website reported on the violent deviance. Sentencing was held on August 26, 2020 for three of four men 
convicted of throwing a chlorine bomb at an Arvadia police officer as he attempted to clear a road hazard. The hazard was built by the defendants to create a stationary target for their bombs. On April 7, 2019, at 10 p.m., Arvadia police received a call from a citizen regarding a road hazard at 72nd and Beach Street. <clears throat> Excuse me. The officer arrived to find that street signs had been pulled out of the ground and stacked in the middle of the road. Then plastic wrap had been strung across the road. The officer and the citizen began to attempt to clearing the road, the road barricade when a plastic bottle was thrown and landed near the officer. He overheard someone yell obscenities at him. When the bottle hit the ground, it began releasing heavy chlorine gas. The officer began coughing, became nauseous, lost consciousness, and fell to the ground. The officers, other officers and paramedics arrived, and the officer was transported to the hospital. They detonated at least seven additional incendiary devices in the area. Okay. Arvadia police officers addressed the judge at the sentencing hearing, describing the impact this had on the officer, the entire department, and the community. During the immediate, during the immediate search for the offenders, a code red was issued for a one-mile radius in Arvadia. The officer suffered serious pulmonary damage and spent months going to medical appointments and missing work and continues to suffer the effects of the chlorine gas. These men set up an ambush for police. When the first Arvadia police, when the first Arvadia officer arrived, to clear away the road hazard, <clears throat> he was a fixed target for, the to- for their toxic chemical bombs. Pete Weir, district attorney, said, these young men purchased the, criminal- purchased the chemicals and plastic bottles at Walmart, mixed the bombs, and then set up their targets for ambush. The impact on the law enforcement community has been enormous. I'm willing to bet you don't. This story never made it to the mainstream media. I'm willing to bet this story did not get to the mainstream media at all. Because I didn't see it on CNN, on their website. I didn't see it on Fox News's website. I didn't see it on MSNBC's website, or as Norway likes to call it, and I kind of like it the way the way he puts it. MSLSD. So, I'm sorry, folks. This doesn't suit your. This, this doesn't suit your narrative. This doesn't fit your narrative. Oh, wait a minute. That's because the cops weren't trying to kill four young men with chlorine bombs. It's the other way around. No, I guess I. I, I now I see. I see why. You, you did not report on this story because it does not fit your narrative. 
about cops being killers. When did stories like this get shoved to the back pages, as the saying goes? When is it acceptable to withhold stories like this knowing full well that, you know, the cops were there to remove a, the, the, the officer was there to remove a road hazard only to have a chlorine bomb thrown at him. And when the chlorine gas was, in, was released, he, he suffered severe pulmonary issues. Now, point something out here. I know there are a lot of folks out there who use chlorine bleach. If you were to, to pour pure chlorine bleach on your floor and swab it with a mop, the, the bleach and its very noxious fumes would be very overpowering to you. Not to the level of a chlorine bomb, however, which is designed by definition to kill you. Police were made a target. Wow, this didn't fit the mainstream media's narrative. I get that. But guess whose narrative it does fit? Common sense human beings who actually see that there are some cops that are bad apples. Yes, and they need to be dealt with you know, in a proper fashion, in the proper way, at the proper time. But to label all cops as killers, that's going too far. And then to take a story like this and just not bother with it because it, doesn't, it does not fit your narrative, mainstream media, fuck you in plain English. What do you think, Gun? <clears throat> well, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, that's that, that's right out terrorism, okay? And they should be dealt with the full extent of the law by uh, labeling terrorists. So, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, there's bad cops out there. But I think the good cops outnumber the bad cops, or we would be in a shit pile of trouble. No, no doubt. Look, I, I've, I, I can safely say without fear of contradiction, there are some things in this world, you know, that we have no control over. Okay? We just have no control over it. We have no control over Mother Nature. We have limited control with that. When it's too cold, we bundle up. When it's too hot, we dress accordingly for that. T-shirts, shorts, things like that. And we use sunscreen or sunblock whenever possible. All these field precautions, everything that we do to protect ourselves. But how do you protect yourself against a chlorine bomb? Now, I've said on on, on a number of occasions, expect the unexpected. But this officer did not expect this. It is my hope that someone 
watching this broadcast or listening to this broadcast on Internet radio, here's what I'm about to say. And if they know this person, they know this officer, they'll pass it along to them. Because of four terrorist thugs. Let me say that again. Terrorist thugs. This officer is going to suffer for a very long time. Possibly the rest of his life. Let's face it, America. This officer needs our support and our prayers. He was and viciously targeted, along with other officers of the Arvadia Police Department. To be sure, this was a a planned, calculated maneuver. And they were able to obtain the materials necessary at Walmart. You know, there's, there's, I was at the store today, and I had some extra food stamps still on my card, so I went to the store, and I saw this sign that said, due to a national coin shortage, will not be giving extra change, will not be able to give you, give extra change. National coin shortage, huh? We've got fucking mints everywhere across this godforsaken fucking country, and you mean to tell me we can't print, they can print dollar bills, $20 bills, shit like that, but they can't mint fucking coins? Okay. I heard something about a silver shortage. What did they do during World War II when certain metals were needed for the war effort? Pennies weren't made of, 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 all, of co- of all copper. You ever hear of a steel penny? So I'm sitting there, I'm looking, I'm looking at the sign, I'm thinking to myself, fucking great. What happens when the laundromats can't get quarters? People have to walk around in dirty underwear? Yeah. I mean, honestly. So, we can solve all kinds of issues. But we can't stop a domestic terror group consisting of four young men from creating chlorine bombs made from materials bought at Walmart. And yet, I went to Walmart just recently, and Walmart even talked about, even had signs up about the coin shortage. I turned to this young lady, and I wasn't being disrespectful. I wasn't being rude. 
And I said, you know, this is ridiculous. You got to think. You got to admit, it's it's awfully ridiculous. They can print paper money, but they can't they can't make coinage. You don't need precious metals to make a penny. You don't need precious metals to make a nickel, a dime, or a quarter. How hard is it to figure that out? But yet, four guys can figure out a way to buy from Walmart the materials necessary to make chlorine bombs. Do you see where the stupidity is in this in this fucking world right now? Do you see where how ridiculous this whole situation is becoming? I actually got yelled at by a store manager over the coin shortage. I told the the store manager, shove your store up your ass. This will be the last time you see me here, and that was Walmart. I will never go back to Walmart again. Not after that. Fuck no. So, we're following this story as best we can. If the mainstream media is not following it, it's going to be next to impossible to get the information unless I can get it from the Gateway Pundit or Breitbart or somebody or One American News. But it's got to be out there. So I'll be watching and keeping an eye out. Now, as soon as I come up, as soon as I see an update on this story, I will bring it to your attention, folks. Guaranteed. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Now, folks, we talk about politics and everything a lot on this show. We talk we talked about the coronavirus on this show a lot. But here's a story. Here's a story. I'm going to share the. I'll, I'll let the video clip play uh, speak for itself as soon as I can get it to load. <laughs> Apparently, an antique collector named Forrest Finn uh, recently confirmed his real-life buried treasure has been found. Oh, we're going to have trouble getting the... Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Come on. I can't get this stupid story to load. Oh, give me a break today. You ever have one of those days where nothing goes right? I got a massive update from Windows because I had to I had to redo my computer again. Well, the massive update screwed up is screwing up my browsers so badly that half the pages I need to load won't load. Great. All right, fine. 
I'm going to get this to fucking work. It kills me, and it probably will. All right. Uh, let me see if I can find the story. Uh, it's it's a one American news. It's on YouTube. Um, but while I attempt to find, um, Gunslinger, I I I I know that in Washington D.C. and Portland and so forth, the cops were out en masse. But apparently, the rioters were posing as press and got taken by surprise when they were all arrested by police in Portland. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I was sitting there watching last night on the Facebook page. Yeah, is that crazy? Oh, it's more than crazy, buddy. It's more than crazy, but but they got the you know what? They're getting what they deserve. Here you got here you got a bunch of uh, of lone wolf, a bunch of rioters who think they're going to get away with shit. Now I just lost. What I was the, the item about that? Damn it! Ah, there it is. Got it back. Ow! 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 Loud. Now, I can't, there's no point in putting the audio on this, but there's an old saying. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Okay? So, let's see if I can... Let me see if I can uh, all right, believe it or not, that story about the treasure finally loaded. So let me see if I can get this story, this video to load. Oh, perfect. Thank you. It loaded. So I'm going to show people on the video feeds this this footage. This is of rioters posing as press. See, this is where where the problem starts. 
for legitimate journalists like myself, if I were there in Portland, I'd probably get arrested for because they would probably lump me in with the rest of, with all those rioters. And I'd tell them right up front, no, 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 no. And I would show them my press credentials around my neck. I'd say, I'm legitimate press. I'm here to cover the story. I'm not here to riot, pillage, plunder, and all that crap. Of course, I probably end up doing all that talking down at the station house. But the cops have to do what they have to do, right? All right. Take a look at this, folks. This this footage, it's about a minute and ten seconds in length. But take a look at this. Now, you, now here you see the police blinding one camera. And notice how they're coming over. A whole bunch of them. Now, pay attention to the left side of your screen. They're pulling the people that are wearing press on their on their vests. They're snatching the quote unquote press. I don't know what that was all about. And there he goes another one. Now, the first thing I would want to, before I would arrest them, I would want to, I would ask them for their press credentials. The credentials that they got from the company that they're working for or their independent journalist credentials. Now, I'm going to wind this back. I can get it to go back. Now, if you look to your, to the left of your screen, okay, let me see if I can. Uh, there we go. Get my cursor on this. Right here on the left side of your screen, if you can see where my where my cursor where my cursor is, the, this this guy right here is wearing a helmet with press written on it. He's wearing a vest with press written on it. Look over here, you've got another person with a press placard on their chest. Each one of these, I would want to see their press credentials. Okay. I don't have my uh, wallet right here. Oh, no, actually, I do have it here. I take that back. So let's see. From deep in the bowels of my... From deep in the bowels of my big gym bag... All right, folks, I'm going to switch from the video feed for just a second. I have one more point to make. 
That's not what I wanted to show you. It's the medical card. <clears throat> Sorry. Wrong item. This is what I carry in my wallet. This is my press card. Okay? The Secret Service. The Secret Service. The FBI. The Transportation the TSA, okay, all those alpha, law enforcement alphabet soups that were here in, in that were in Poughkeepsie, New York, okay, that were here in Poughkeepsie, that were in Poughkeepsie, New York, when then candidate Donald Trump came in on, in April of 2016, they saw this and they considered me a legitimate journalist. I wear this around my neck every day when I go walking around. This is an ID wallet. It hangs right on my right around my neck. So if there's a story to be had out there, I'm going to go for it. Okay? But now let me point let me go back to that to that still image from the video. All right. This guy. Let me try shrinking the image down a little bit so I can work here. This guy with the with the helmet that says press and the and the vest that says press, he's not he's not I don't think he's a legitimate press. I believe that's Antifa. This guy over here, same thing. If this guy and this guy don't have credentials, they should be considered agitators, rioters. Okay? It's really that simple. Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Periscope.tv, says, Wow, dangerous. Antifa posing as press. That's what they're doing. Now, there are some legitimate press people out there, but they've got the credentials to back it up. I don't think these Antifa fuckers are going to go through that. Okay? I have press credentials through, through the production company that's uh, the parent company of this broadcast. So, now it becomes a question of how do you combat it? How do you fix it? Well, the police are going to have to become creative. They see someone out there with a vest that says press, press stickers on their helmets, First of all, ask them for their credentials. Ask them for their credentials. Because when I was at, the, at that uh, rally back in 2016, I had this around my neck. Okay? I had this around my neck. Now, anyone who's sm- any smart individual will, will have press credentials. 
whether it's for their for their production company, their church. Yes, even even you can even be a journalist for your church, but you have to have credentials like I just showed you to show you know to to present to law enforcement in case they question whether or not you are legitimate press. This is not this is not rocket science, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is common sense thinking. All right? It's really quite it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. That Antifa is putting people out there that are wearing the press on there because the cops won't touch the press. Under normal circumstances, they won't touch them. They won't go near them. Yeah. Now they're starting to go near the press. So everyone who's legitimate journalists, members of the press corps, start carrying something. You better have something like this. Otherwise, your grass is grass and the cops are the lawnmower. All right? It's really that simple. So yeah, gunslinger, honest, pretending to be pressed so they can be there to riot, or attempt to catch a cop doing something bad. That's what I think they're there for. I think what they're doing there is they're wearing these press placards on their vests, stickers on their helmets, and claiming to be members of the press, but I suspect Antifa is using that, and BLM too, because they're both involved in this. Not just one, it's both. They're using this press disguise as a means to possibly catch police officers committing police brutality, and so forth. What do you think of that? Well, uh, that's what I was thinking last night when I was watching them. How do you know that they're really press? I mean, you know, all you see is somebody that, you know, anybody can take a, a piece of a piece of uh, duct tape, write press on it, and stick it on their fucking hat, helmet, or whatever they're, whatever they're wearing, and you don't see any major news trucks there. I mean, if there was an event like that, shit, there'd be goddamn yeah, news trucks all over. Right? Just think about this. The, not, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but news trucks would be a lot further back where you wouldn't see them necessarily. Even then, you would. There was somebody would had to have got a, a picture of them, and I watch this shit damn near every night. Okay, for the past, mm-hmm. I, and I haven't seen one fucking major news truck, not one van. You know they stand out like a fucking sore thumb because you got that big ass antenna on top of them. I have not yeah. seen one. Great. <clears throat> no, I, I have. I, 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 and some of the viewings, and I don't watch them, you know, religiously. These, uh, these, these videos on social media, I don't. Because it's a for me, it's a waste of time. 
I truly see it as a waste of time. Um, because the is calling them peaceful protesters, so they don't even bother reporting on it. Okay? And what's happening is, you know, now that now that now the cops are getting smart. Now they're waking up. But there are uh, members, legitimate members of the press, that do go out there. Okay. That go out there. They'll snap some video, snap a few pictures, you know, so forth like that. Thing is. Okay, and here's the kicker, folks. The thing is, they've got what I just showed you. They've got press credentials that they carry on their person. Okay? Do you honestly see, now look at this, folks. Do you think this guy carries press credentials on his person? The guy with the helmet that says press? I don't. How about the guy in the black T-shirt with the vest on that says press? Really? What news organization do you work for? Or are you an independent journalist? If you're an independent journalist, you, have, you still have to have press credentials because in order to be, you know, in order for your, your stuff to be sold to a, uh, you know, to a newspaper or, or to a, uh, a news, a local news station. They're going to want to see that. Okay, they're going to they're going to want to see those credentials. It's one of the many reasons why I have these credentials. Now, if the Secret Service, the FBI, the TSA, the state police, the county sheriff, and the local police all consider me legitimate because I carry that card with my picture on it and my signature, the name of the company, all this good stuff, they see me as legitimate. So don't leave me alone in this situation. These guys... probably still waiting to talk to their lawyers. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, again, no major press involved, okay? I mean, if it would have been any type of other situation, there'd be fucking so many news trucks there, every damn uh, major newspaper or TV, radio would be covering it, okay, like stink on shit, okay? I, like I said, and I watch this, like I said, damn near every night. I sit here, you know, I keep the, keep the video feed. And these are not, these are just people with cell phones, okay? Following the cops around, and they back them up, and they back this up, they arrest these. They, I mean, I think about four or five people got arrested last night. I think they have infiltrated, okay, <clears throat> the, the government, the law enforcement, because it seems like they are targeting certain people. You just wouldn't randomly go out and say, I'm going to arrest him. I'm going to arrest him. These people were, you could tell that they were they were picked out. And I think they have got insiders. Because 
you know all these all these organizations like that. You know law enforcement has infiltrated them. You know that. You'd be a fool not to fucking think that they don't have people on inside of the of the Antifa and BLM. Get off the goddamn mug. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> must have been a Democrat. But anyway, um, you know they got people on the inside. Okay, and all over the place, all over the country, for that matter. Okay. So they are, they're targeting people. If you, just like I was saying last night, if you target the people that are causing the trouble, if you cut the, if you cut the head of the vine off, the vine dies. And that's what I think they're doing. They're slowly getting the troublemakers, throwing them in jail, and everybody else is going to go, eh, that was boring. I'm out. They, uh, Before I go any, before I go too much here, let me go to uh, first of all say hello to No Way, who's uh, hanging out in the chat room. Um, got a, quite a few comments here from Mister No Way to get through. Uh, no Way says just here to say hi for a bit. He says they do have the same cars as you have. Uh, no. This one did not. I did not order it online. That was made here in 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 house. That's not something I ordered online. Just so you know, that's company made. That's company made. Um. The templates you can you can actually get online, yes. But see, the cops are also kind of hip to that. I come to, I, I found that out because I had one deputy sheriff back in 2016 uh, say to me, "You know, I've seen cards similar to yours, but." Why would you come to a presidential rally if you were some sort of agitator or some sort of anarchist or some sort of nut job? I said, well, nut jobs do go to the rallies, but they, they're usually in the crowd. Me, I'm just here to cover the story, and that's all I'm here to do. I've got one thing in mind, cover the rally, and then go home and, and, and share what I've, what I've gotten from it with everybody else. They had no problem with me whatsoever. Of course, okay, now no way says that, that, you know, this is what he's saying, that I made mine at home. But here's the difference. I have a production company, okay? I do have a production company. They don't. Okay. And again, I don't see and I don't see them wearing anything around their neck that even looks like like an ID wallet or or some sort of ID pass that's hanging around their neck. Do you? I sure as shit don't. But you see, I'm also not going to be stupid enough to stand there 
right in front of the cops with them. Because I don't know what they're going to be doing. I don't know what their plans are. So I would be far enough away where I could keep a safe distance. I'm a smart journalist. They're not. Big difference. No, I, I'm not doubting you. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not doubting you didn't, that you saw it. You know, maybe they, you know, obviously they have it. If you saw it, they have it. But the thing is, the cops can tell the difference. I mean, obviously they've dealt with the press before. Well, I mean... Look, I, I could sit here and, and, and try and explain this till the cows come home. But given the level of stupidity that's out there right now, even you know decent journalists like myself would have a difficult time dealing with assholes like that. That's why, you know, a smart journalist would keep a fair distance and not be right in right there in the in the fray. All right. So, I don't know, maybe it's just me. But I would consider a, you know, a legitimate journalist or someone who is legitimately there to do journalism. Okay, uh, no way. I'm I'm just I'm just saying, you know. But no way says YouTube channels are today called media outlets, just as you did with your show. Okay, thank you for for making that distinction. Um, there's there's the difference between some of those other cha- those channels on YouTube and me. I'm not on YouTube anymore. And I, I do I actually do journalism. I've covered stories. I've done the leg work. And I I've got the sore muscles I've had the sore muscles to prove it on more than one occasion. Shows like this, this is this is a discussion broadcast that I do here. If I were to do a regular nightly news broadcast, I'd put everybody to sleep. Seriously, I would. <laughs> It'd be more shelf. Seven three two area code. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing tonight, brother? I've had better days, and I've had worse ones too. What's on your mind? We've all had them all. Uh, well, first of all, to cover that thing, I was I was out there in Kalamazoo, and everybody with a pre- press pass was throwing shit at us. They were not part of the press. They had press passes, and they were the ones instigating us. Mm-hmm. Well, we were we were marching our asses down to the park. That's all we did. We told the cops we were going from from this from the Sheridan right to the park. That was it. We're just doing a march. No problem. 
guys with press passes throwing fucking uh, open milk bottles, open soda bottles, all kinds of shit to to fuck with us and try and incite the riot. That's what they wanted to do. These weren't press guys. You're you're a man who 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 has an opportunity and and you've earned that badge. These fucking dudes. I'm allowed to swear, right? Well, yeah. listen, we drop the f bomb here a lot, so. Trust me, it's not a normal thing. These fucking faggots. Uh, <laughs> no, they were they were throwing stuff at us while holding a camera in our face, throwing stuff trying to get us to react to them. Like you're trying to make us look bad because of the fact that we wear the colors we wear because we fly the American flag, and they threw shit at us, and they tried and tried and tried, and then we got a couple of us got busted up a little bit. You know, they swung, you know, street signs at us. They brought in fucking hoodlums from all over the fucking globe. Because nobody in Kalamazoo was pissed at us. It was just they brought in strangers. There's guys you could hear with Chicago accents fucking yelling at us. Throwing shit, fighting, swinging sticks at us. We fought our asses off, man. I mean, maybe we didn't win, but we didn't lose, that's for sure. Let me, Colin, let me ask you something. Um, you know, when, when when you see stuff like this happening, you know, when you see the, the people out there doing all this insanity, um, and the, the police are told uh, to stand down or not or not to get not not to get in the face of the peaceful protesters as the media paints them out to be. We obviously know better. Yeah. How do you combat that, you know? No, well, there's no backing it. That's why we keep doing it. I'll tell you the truth of what they did to us in, in Kalamazoo. It was the most fucked up thing ever because we contacted the city. We contacted the police weeks before and said, this is what we're doing. This is the march we're doing. And when we got there, BLM and Antifa filled up that entire park that we were supposed to go to. There's no reason why they would have all been waiting there for us unless somebody within City Hall said something. So we made a decision to to switch. When we went to switch, because we saw them at the park, it was right up the, right up the avenue, we made a switch to go to a different park. We said, this is what we're going to do now because we're not looking for a confrontation. We're looking to do just a Trump, a little Trump march. That's all. As soon as the cops let us down, they let us right into an alleyway that led right to about five, well, I, nah, 500 to a little out of line. About 300 uh, BLM and Antifas. And we were only about 100, 125 strong. And oh the cops boy. let us right there. And we didn't see we didn't see one cop. Not one cop. They let us in there and then they didn't come in with us. We the only time we saw a cop was when the when the guy was swinging the street sign at my buddy. He was swinging an 8 foot like one of those no parking signs. And he cut up two of my friends actually. One of my friends has got his shoulder busted up real bad from that. Like I mean severed down to the bone. They didn't talk about Damn. that. And those cops did not back us up. 
They and they well, said they would. We had an organized march. Well, here's the thing: when the police are told to stand down, you know, they, they can be there, but they're not to interfere, kind of thing. They that even tells there. me right there, it's a big, big shitstorm, and yeah. the, and, and, and the shitstorm is, is building up. And now we're doing another one. We did one. In, I'm, I'm from Jersey, and I drove all the way out to Kalamazoo. I got another one coming up in 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 uh, in Ohio, in Columbus. We're doing a big one. But I'm also. I think I might just skip that. I might just go to Portland. I got about 100 120 guys from all the way from from Florida and Jersey that we're just ready to just pack up and go to Portland. And go in there full, you know, unarmed and, 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 and out of our minds. And see what these kids are really about. Because this is what we do. We do it everywhere. I'm not, I'm not part of some, some uh, sit back and watch front. This is what we do. People need, people need to, to step up to the plate whenever possible and... You know, and and let these Antifa BLM thugs know that this ain't gonna this ain't gonna happen. Well, if I don't you, go to Portland, you're not going to... one thing. You you better watch the news because Columbus, Ohio, on October third. If I'm not in Portland, I'm gonna be there because they're 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 planning on on uh, attacking the Trump rally, and they're gonna get the living shit kicked out of them, dude. We're not coming there to shake hands and ask questions. Well, one of my listeners in the in in, in my in my Mixler chat room uh, just said that Antifa is now armed and looking to shoot people. So are we? <clears throat> well, I don't want to say that, but I mean I'm not. None of my friends are, but. I'm sure we have people with us who who might be. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be I surprised. Sure don't, don't want, I don't. I don't want to knock on my door in the morning. But yeah, I'm unarmed. Hold on. Let me let me make this statement. I am unarmed. All of my friends are unarmed. Nobody that I am in uh, uh, cahoots with are armed. But when we get to places, there might be people that are armed. Yeah, I'm sure you uh, you saw the video of that that one uh, that one incident with the skateboard kid, Kyle Rittenhouse. Did, yeah, great young man, good patriot. We've uh, we've already donated over uh, twelve thousand dollars just from our organization to him. It's, it's, hey, listen, it's, listen. You know, you know when you talk about how you're a real press guy, I'm a real street guy. I grew up in the streets of Peekskill, New York. And, yeah, but uh, no, but, but no, I'm saying, but we're on the streets right now. We're on every street right now. We've, we've been in, we've, we've been at them all. We've been at Kalamazoo. We, we were. I, last time I was at Portland was two years ago, and I got. Two pieces of shrapnel in my arm from an IED that they set off. Ouch. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in here for the for the short game, man. We're in here to win this country back. People say there's going to be a civil war. We've been fighting it for two years now, man. I can't. My left hand. I can't use my fingers as well as I used to. I took a bad a bad bomb right to the left of my arm. Wow. And it's not it's not slowing me down one bit, brother. I'm I'm 40 fucking years old, man. I don't need to be doing this, but hell, who else is going to do it, right? And I, I agree. Gotta, I got a bunch of young, I got a bunch of young hungry fucking dudes, a bunch of good Americans. We fly the flag, we do the right thing, we show respect. We've always done it everywhere we go, we show respect. The second they show disrespect, we give them a world of hurt. That's our job. And I wish I could be in Portland right now, to be honest with you, but unfortunately we had something to deal with here in our own state where people were trying to throw uh, hurt uh, voters, Trump voters. They were they, they were trying to throw uh, frozen water bottles at them from the bridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I went up on the bridge, just me and two other guys. That was it, just me and two other guys. And I walked right up to him and I said, listen, I know what your backpacks are full of frozen water bottles. I go, I better see water dripping out of them because if one of you guys touches a zipper on them backpacks, you're going to the fucking drink, dude. Ain't no way around it. I'll take the charge. You're going in the water. I'm putting you over that goddamn bridge. And they just sat there the whole day going, no, no, Donald Trump has got to go. No, no, whatever the hell they yell. Let me ask you something. Okay, obviously, obviously you're a Trump supporter, and with all the insanity uh, that that the mainstream media puts out about him, all the insanity, you know, with um, trying to, trying to do gotchas on him. What's the one thing? Because he he said. You have said more than once in regards to the um, the election with this mail-in. It's it's well, it's, I, a, it's a means for them to to it's a means for voter fraud. Well, no, I'll I'll tell you exactly what they're going to do, and most people don't know this because most people aren't historians and they don't read a lot. What they're going to try and do is if you do. Uh, mail-in ballots. First of all, you've seen in 2000 how long it took them to count the hanging chads in Florida. Mm-hmm. Remember that? That took, what, like two weeks and everybody laughed about it. Like, ha-ha, we don't know who the president's going to be. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. It's so funny because nobody cared. But now we have... Now, if you're going to do that with mail-in ballots, that could take up to six months. Most people don't know what happened on January 21st if the decision hasn't been made. Do you know what happened? Actually, I don't. Third in charge, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi takes over presidential power. As acting president. That's exactly what they're aiming for. That's why that blood drinking, that child blood drinking Hillary Clinton, Bill's brother, I call him the, the Clinton brothers, 
She said he should not concede, Joe Biden should not concede victory to Donald Trump no matter what happens, no matter what the vote count is. He should never concede because they can draw it out for as long as they want and get Nancy Pelosi in charge. And I'm telling you that's what they're going to go for. Because if you look it up, third in charge, who's third in charge? Speaker of the House. House, yeah. Because she's the only she's the only third, bipartisan third line. person. Yeah, third in line in succession. Yep, she will she will take over all presidential duties on January twenty first if they cannot count these votes. That's why everybody's upset about the vote going, you know, to to physical count physical paper because. It's so funny because I can count a million fucking things a day, but the government can't figure it out in over in over forty fucking you know forty seconds. They can't figure out how to count to three. Um, caller, I don't know if you're watching uh, one of my video feeds. No, but, no. Uh, I. I was just made aware of a 17-second video from uh, one of my listeners uh, in the Mixler uh, chat room of a person. I'm about to show it on on the on the video feed. This person goes is wearing a black shirt and teal pants and comes running up behind a guy and hits him right in the back of the head and that knocks him in, out. That was in that was in Baltimore yesterday or two nights ago. And I've, I've actually been on the phone. I've been on the phone with Baltimore PD about that. <clears throat> Why won't they release a statement? Baltimore PD will not even release a statement. I saw that fucking kid. That guy might be dead. We don't know. He hit him with a fucking brick in the back of the head. And in blood, but, and, but, and but I'm a white supremacist. The fuck out of here. I'm sorry, that just pissed me off because I remember that from two nights ago. Or no, no, yesterday, no, yesterday morning was the first time I saw it. Yeah. What? Everybody call Baltimore PD and ask for justice. That's it. Just call. Rain them with fucking phone calls. Piss them off. Fuck with them. They do that to us. They fuck with us. When they saw me on a bridge in 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 in, in New Jersey, flying my fucking flag, they called my boss. They tried to get me fired. Why aren't we calling and trying to find out who this fucking kid is? Why aren't we demanding justice? Because this because what this kid did was he he came running up behind the guy. Wheeled back, yeah, and it was funny. And it was slammed they all laughed. right in the back of the right in the back of the head. They all laughed. And the guy went I literally, like a stone. I almost drove down to Baltimore to punch a random fucking gangbanger for that. And I will. I, I guarantee you. When we get back from Portland, I'm gonna go to, down to Baltimore. I'm gonna rally up about a, about 200 fucking guys because I can do 200. I can do 200 and under fucking a day. I make a phone call to Bolt, you know, and we're going to Baltimore. I can get 200 guys there. That's not a problem. We're not a fucking small group. 
And I'll, we'll go down there and we'll go, all right, you, you don't want to give us justice? Well, we're just going to attack a random fucking person, too. How's that sound? You want that? You want vigilante justice? Because that's what the fuck you're going to get. And these fucking politicians are going to have to answer for everything. I'm not just political. I'm also I'm, I'm also street man. Well, one thing's for sure. Can I say something? Go ahead, Gun. Well, I'm just going to say that I don't think that <clears throat> Pig Losi can take over. Only in the event. By I'm one, not yeah. a. Well, hear me out. I'm not a constitutional scholar. But according to the Constitution, the only way that the Speaker of the House can take over the president if the president and the vice president become incapacitated. If they become deathly sick, they are killed, okay, then the Speaker yes. of the House can take That's, over. That, that, is, that is the major point that most people know, but if the election is not solved by Inauguration Day, they cannot allow the president to go on further. So that is, if you look up, if you look it up, third in charge, Speaker of the House, does take over on Inauguration Day if there is no settlement on who the president is. That's 100% true. I can guarantee you I would bet every fiber of my being on that. Yeah, I, res- I respect you as a part of the show, but that's 100% true what I'm saying. Well, this is just what I've heard. Like I said, I'm not a... You'd have to really go to... No, I I actually looked it up last week because of this... Because this came up. Or actually, I looked it up two weeks ago when when, uh, when, uh, Hillary said he should never concede for any reason. And then somebody was like, well, well, what the hell happens if they don't get it? And I go, I don't know. Let me look it up. I looked it up, and it's, it's Speaker of the House, third in charge, becomes the... She gets. She will. She will have presidential power. She won't become the president. She will have presidential power until the election is satisfied, which means until one concedes, or until the Supreme Court says one of them won. I mean, this well, has never happened. This has never happened. Well, this yeah. has never happened once. Yeah, it never happened. I, I agree with you on that. She. She would not be kind of. Yeah, that makes better sense. She would not oh, become president sitting. She may have the powers. No, she she will take over. She, yeah, she will take over pres- presidential duties until. Duties. Yeah. Un- yeah. Until then, but what she right. what the power with, with that power the things that this awful drunken skeleton can do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the dangerous <laughs> part. Okay. It's fucking horrific. Yeah. Because if, if she's even around there, and it's, go. It's, she can fuck up the country and then just turn around minutes. and go, sorry, Trump won, and then walk away and we'll go, you just fucked us all up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, But even if, wow, even if I'm afraid if that was to happen, there would be a civil war in this country. And I've said it a long time. This, I well, mean, I don't mean we're, a... We're, fight, we're fighting. We've been fighting yeah. for two years, man. Oh, I know. We're I've been here. saying this for a fucking long time. George, haven't, don't you out. remember? I've been saying this for <laughs> fucking four or five years. We're in a slight civil war right now. Yeah, this is bullets the early really stages, man. Yeah, the early stages. Bullets, full-scale bullets have not started the only thing is, yet. It's, the only thing is we don't have a line to separate us. 
Right. Exactly. Because you can't, you we can't. Like I would, I would easily fight a war and just say, all right, you guys can have this, this, and that. But they won't give us the East Coast. They won't give us the West Coast. We won't give them either. They they want us to stay in rural areas and they want to stay in the city. All right, you know what? You can have Detroit. You can have Flint, Michigan. You can have all those fucking places you've already ruined. Those are fine, but you can't take the ports. You can't take New York because we need that. You can't you sure as hell fucking can't take New Jersey because we need that for shipping and, and, and exporting. That's one of the biggest ports in the country. You can't take Florida. Mm-hmm. We need that. You can't well, you sure as hell ain't going to get a chance at Texas because those fuckers ain't going to let it happen. No, I'm, I'm in Texas. From- I'm, I'm, I'm a native Texan. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> We ain't gonna put yeah. up that shit down here in Texas. No, no, there's, there's, there's no way in hell. Honestly, if the shit ever went really bad, I'm getting, I'm buying an RV and I'm, I'm, fuck it, I'll steal an RV from a Democrat. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just driving to Texas. Well, when I get down there, I'll go, hey, listen, hey, listen, I sold this from a Democrat. Can you register it? They'll be like, yep, yeah, sure, I can do it right now. Here's your plate. <laughs> Well, we can't give them that. It's not. It's not the split. It's not the north and the south like it was, you know, a hundred and fucking, uh, hundred and sixty years ago. It's not like that anymore. Where because the south would it'd be different if it was just north and south. I would have no problem packing up and fucking moving. But what are you going to do to the Republican who lives in Pittsburgh, who owns his house and his business, and now all of a sudden now that's going to be part of the the Democrat country, whatever they're going to call it, because it sure as fuck ain't going to be the United States of America. That's going to be the Republican side. We're going to, we're winning, when we win that war, we're winning that name. Whatever they call it, well, then what happens to that guy? What happens to the guy who voted Republican? What happens to the guy who voted, who voted for fucking uh, Reagan his first ever time when he was 18 years old? He's got a house. He's got a business. He can't just pick up and leave and go to fucking Oklahoma. There's no way. It'll destroy him. He won't have a life anymore. He'll go down there broke. He'll have to give everything up. How do we split the country? I don't think we can. I think the Civil War is going to be more bloody than any... The the, the Civil War that we had was more bloody than all the wars that America was involved in combined. The Revolutionary, World War One, World War Two. We lost more people in the Second Civil War. What happens when we do it again? How do we? Uh, what do we go got, from? Here's one, here's one thing that you, that that just like in these riots and stuff in Portland and all these other places. Okay, you're dealing with stupid people. I know. I'm I'm almost 57 years old. Okay, that's why I call that's why I'm called the gunslinger because. Hell, I shot my first gun when I was 10 years old. Okay? Been around them ever since. Well, actually, I've been around them my entire life. Big hunter and all that, you know, bird hunter and deer and all that shit. Okay, these people that you're dealing with, like these people in Portland and all this shit, not only are they stupid, but they are, they cut, they, they, they live in mama's basement sucking on mama's titties all day long. Okay? They don't have a life. Mama supports them, I'm sure. Yeah, they, okay, if they have well, no, that, that's more terrifying. They have nothing to lose. Yeah, but they, these but there's no... Have, these, 
pardon my French, these little faggots have nothing to fucking lose, man. These little transgender fucking uh, 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 quasi-queers, whatever the fuck they call themselves, they have nothing to lose. They're going to fight. So they're gonna fight until they're fucking until they're bone, man. Well, like I said, they're not gonna last very long in a, in a fight. And you, I've seen those videos. I've sat there working with that guy that got shot in the arm. Okay, when the bullets fly, start flying, they scatter. I mean, like scary little children. Okay, when the first round goes off. So when I they say, try I to get up, I say let's do it. Well, yeah. Let's yeah, give them their like shit. Yeah, if they want to burn their cities, let them burn it. You know, good riddance. No, that's where you live now. Elect your own president. Yeah, exactly. But when that's the bullets start the rest, of the, country they go, the rest of the country is ours, but you can have Detroit, you can have Portland, yeah. and you can have... You're going to burn them down uh, anyway. First of all, anyway, are you going to give them Chicago? Because there's too many goddamn Irish and Polacks there. And, yeah. and these, yeah, and exactly. I'm, I'm half Irish, half Polack, and we fight until we're fucking done. Yeah, but this still my point is when you when you try to go up against somebody that is more experienced with a weapon, okay, you ain't winning. I'm sorry, you ain't winning, okay. Oh, you may no. you know how you know they have the goddamn point gun and sideways, and they think they're really really badass. You go up against somebody that is that is especially veterans. Ooh, them some bitch will eat right. you up, spit you out. Front, can, can, right? You might have guys. What's your what's your name? What's your name, fellow? I'm called Gunslinger. Gunslinger. I'm going to show you a little bit of, of ass-kissing respect, if you don't mind. Sure. <laughs> when, they out, when they outnumbered us 300 to 100, and we were fighting them off 3 to 1 in an alleyway, and we, we were getting, our front line was getting outnumbered, all I was thinking in the back of my mind was, I just need 14 fucking guys from Texas, man. I just need 14 fucking ass. <laughs> if I had 14, this shit, this shit would have been over about 32 minutes ago. Because <laughs> they ain't nothing better than the Texas Patriots. Well, guys, I, I did a little uh, quick search, and I found an article from thehill.com regarding the... Uh, the, the succession situation, uh, their headline reads, who takes control if there is no presidential election this year, okay? It's, which basically is, this, is kind of along the same lines of what happens if no winner is chosen, okay? okay? And they raise the question, what if the pandemic were to become so bad that the election could not be held? There is no acceptable reason for this to happen. Since there are alternatives to voting in person on a single day, but it is possible, although unlikely, that voting by mail will be unrealistic if the pandemic were to get so much worse that it endangered the lives of postal workers. So it is not too early to ask this question. What does the Constitution provide in the event of an in the event that an emergency precludes an election before the end of the term of the president? It has never happened, and it will likely not happen this year. But, and this was back in 2016, by the way. Yeah. 
this, I believe that's when this article came out. Uh, let me just double check my uh, information here. Yeah. The same day I went to Poughkeepsie's uh, Mid-Hudson Civic Center to see the president at a rally, this article came out. All right? Uh, just so you're aware. Um, we begin, of course, with the words of the Constitution. They provide no definitive answer, but they do provide some clear conclusions. Absent an election, the incumbent president does not continue to serve in an interim capacity until an election is finally held. Unlikely parliamentary democracies, such as Israel, where Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has continued to serve until his replacement has been selected, the term of our president ends on a specific date, regardless of whether a successor is chosen. Indeed, the 20th Amendment says the terms of the president and vice president shall end at noon on January 20. Nothing could seem clearer, yet the end of that paragraph provides that the terms of their successors shall then begin. But what if no successors have been elected? Does the president continue to serve as an interim office holder? The answer is no, because his or her term will definitely end at noon on January 20th. If not reelected, the president becomes a private citizen on that day. So who then serves as president? The Constitution provides no solid answer. Unlike when a president is impeached or dies, there is no set succession plan for a situation with no election. The 20th Amendment speaks to the issue of when neither a president nor a vice president have been chosen before the time fixed for the beginning of of his term. But it still refers to a somewhat different scenario. Congress may by law provide for the case wherein neither a president-elect nor a vice president-elect shall have qualified, declaring who shall then act as president, or the manner in which one who is to act shall be selected. And such person shall act accordingly until a president or vice president shall have qualified. But if there is no election, there is no president-elect nor vice president-elect. Congress does provide for a line of succession to the White House. If by reason of death, resignation, removal from office, inability or failure to qualify, there is neither a president nor a vice president, this also does not appear to encompass the absence of an election. There is an obvious gap in our Constitution as the framers simply did not contemplate a no-election scenario. However, even if Congress has the authority to fill this gap in the Constitution, it is unclear that it has done so with the existing law because the line of succession begins with the House Speaker. But there would be no House Speaker if there were no election, because there would be no House, all of, all of whose members would be up for re-election in November. 
the terms of all members of the House would end, as stated in the Constitution. On January 3, there would, however, be a Senate with a majority of its members not up for re-election in November and therefore still serving their terms. This is important as the next in line would be the president pro tempore of the Senate, which is, at that time, it was Charles Grassley. Now, however, if there were no election, there may be a Democratic majority among the remaining senators not up for re-election unless sitting governors or state legislators were allowed to fill vacant seats, which is another issue. Now, uh, there's just two more paragraphs in this, in this item. The longest-serving majority senator is traditionally handed the honor of serving as the president pro tempore of the chamber. Among Democrats, that w- at the time, that would have been Patrick Leahy. But a Democratic majority could choose any sitting senator for that role. At the time, in 2016, it included, and not limited to, Elizabeth Warren or even Bernie Sanders. If the succession law covers a missed election, which would be doubtful, then the senator selected to serve as President Pro Tem would become the next president. This thought is scary enough to Republicans to assure that they will do everything they can to hold the election. The alternatives are unthinkable in a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, not a democracy. I wish people would understand that. Yeah, uh, I don't understand why we, you keep saying democracy. We're not. I've brought this up many times, and I'll tell you stands. about that in a second. You learn it in kindergarten, and to the republic in which it stands. Exactly. And and, we're, and nowhere in the Declaration of Independence, nowhere in the Bill of Rights, and nowhere in the Constitution itself does it, it do you see the word democracy anywhere? No. No. Okay. It's not a you thing. don't see it. They like so, to use it because, because it ties in with Democrat. Yeah. They like to use that word because it, it familiarizes children. Because. Nobody's trying to teach adults to be Democrats. They're trying to teach teach children to be Democrats because that's an easy it's an easy thing to do. Hey, everybody gets something, and then children go, "Yeah, that sounds fair." Jesus Christ, I got to read this, man. I wish I, I wish well, you had here's... my fucking email, man. I wish you had my email because I want to read this. Well, here's the deal. Okay, let me, let me point, because uh, uh, No Way, who's in my Mixler chat room, uh, was asking where was I reading this from, uh, because I guess he, he, he thought I was reading it from Wikipedia, and I was actually reading it from TheHill.com. Okay. Okay. Um, what, what I would suggest, caller, is in Google – Type in the following search parameters: Who takes charge if no one if no if no one is called the winner in the presidential election? And I, I've, I've actually that, googled this, so that's why I'm surprised you've seen this and I didn't. But also, I use I use Bing because I'm, I'm against uh, uh, pedophilia. 
Well, I, I, I shoot, wrong, wrong, um, damn, I hit the microphone button and it kicked, it kicked my, uh, it, it, it took my search parameter away, darn it. But, uh, I actually, normally well, I use, uh, I heard duck, duck, I'm, I'm really surprised on, on everything that you just said, because, I mean, mine wasn't too far off, but this is, this is even more scary because I don't know who would be in charge of the Senate right now. Well, right now, uh, the, 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 pre- the, the, pre- the president of the, of the, of the Senate is the vi- is usually seated by the vice president. Okay. Uh, the majority leader, Mitch McConnell is just that he's just the majority leader. He's not, yeah. Uh, the head of the Senate, that unlike with shit. the Congress side of Capitol Hill, where you have Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who's who oversees the the entire congressional side of the of the uh, of the Hill. Yeah. So, um, so who who would be the again, one in charge right now? Right now, as it stands, the person in charge of the Senate would be Vice President Pence. No, so he's, it says, he's, he's it, the president. It, it says outside of the of elected officials. So if the if the speaker of the house can't be put in, and you're saying it's just the head of the Senate, which at that time right. would have been Bernie Sanders, clearly it's not the speaker of the house. Right. No, they what they were talking about is people that have been chosen to lead the. And that was either going to be Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. Okay, so who's who's in that who's in that spot right now? That's a very Warren, good question. Absolutely. Yeah, I wish that's, I could that's give a question. It. We got to fucking no. answer. We, we got to get to the bottom of that one before the next show. Because I would love to know who the who the hell is going to be the who's in charge, why they're pushing this now because I thought they were pushing it off to give it to Nancy Pelosi, and I think they think that. Because they don't know, they don't know these laws. These fucking idiots don't know these laws, dude. Paul, Shit, trust man. me. If the, Dem- dude, the Democrats are trying to destroy our Constitution. They're trying to take away our Second Amendment rights. They're trying to take away our rights in general by making up goofy-ass laws that have absolutely no basis in constitutional fact, and what really boils my blood is they think that they can get away with this. Okay. Yeah, because most yeah, because most people don't they make stuff up. They're they're cunts. I saw it, and before before you go on your, uh, I, I know you're gonna fucking kick your kick dicks and what you're about to rant about, but when I was in, uh, my mind you, I was in prison. I was, you know, I was a young kid. Okay, I was 30. But when, when Obama was running against uh, Mitt Romney, and he said, well, if you elect uh, Mitt Romney, he's going to uh, he's gonna ban abortion. And Mitt Romney looked at him, and he said, the greatest thing I've ever seen ever. And he just goes, uh, no, that's Roe versus Wade. The president can't turn that. You've done this for four years. You still don't know your job? Democrats don't know what their their power is. Mitt Romney killed him. He murdered him with that. That was almost that was better than 
you'd be in jail. It was better than that. You don't even know your job. And they still just fucking, these Democrats, they just go, oh, no, he's going to ban abortion. No, you can't do that. Stop lying to the people. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to lie to people and they're going to lie to everybody. And if they push this thing past fucking Inauguration Day, we don't know who the fuck's going to be in charge right now. Well, technically, because the President of the United States uh, was, was was neither uh, – uh, he, he was technically impeached, but he was not removed from office, okay? Now, technically speaking, legally, in, in this situation – because there is a presidential election, Nancy Pelosi really can't take over on January 21st because a current sitting president is still would still have to sit would still have to be there in the White House. They, he can't just no, he, abandon his post because if the election hasn't been finalized, if votes are well, still no, being counted, according, 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 according to what you said, he has to he has to abandon his post. That's why I thought, and this is why what, what I was told was that 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 the only one not elected by the people, because Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, is not elected by the people. She's the only person elected by the, you know, by the government. That she would that her skeleton would be in charge. Well, the way I, the, the way I understand certain procedures. This is this, there is an election that's going to take place, okay? Which means yeah, they're going to drag it out, though. If they drag, if they try to drag it out, a that's 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 where the voter fraud comes in, okay? And if they get caught at it, it causes a shitstorm. They've, okay? they've already been caught. They've already been caught voter fraud on the last one, and, and nobody's ever paid their fucking dues for it. Not one person's been punished for voter fraud for the last one. And I'm sorry, but the collusion thing was voter fraud, and he's guilty. I'm sorry, and 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 fucking uh, Hillary was supposed to go to court on September 9th, and now they said that she doesn't have to go to court anymore, that she's cleared of all charges. I don't understand this. When did we give up on the fucking system? Why is Hillary not fucking? Why why is she not testifying on September 9th like she was supposed to? Oh, now she's not testifying at all. Again. No, they're saying oh, it's done. It's over. They're saying it's over. The, the, the investigation's over. It's all over. Who's saying that the investigation's over? That's what I'm. That's um, unfortunately that's what I'm seeing from the fucking from the news that it's not going to happen. Well, and that's from right, remember right the media. They're saying she's not going in there. She's not testifying. When it comes to the, the mainstream media, okay. I, I, I question their motives sometimes. I really do. Yeah, but um, why? Why? Well, here's the thing: it's not just the mainstream media. Why isn't she testifying? If you look it up, she, she's not testifying on September 9th. When she was, she was uh, literally when they, right before the coronavirus. Right? She was, she was indicted. Well, this country is so. This country's so fucked, bud. Can of worms that, honestly, look, when President Trump said 
he was, you know, when everybody kept saying in 2016, lock her up, lock her up, and he was all, all for it and everything. And then he backed off of that, which I thought was a mistake on his part. He should not have backed off of that. Okay. There was a, there was more than enough evidence to put her in jail. Yeah. She was complicit in the in the deaths of four Americans in Benghazi because she didn't get jack sh- she didn't lift a fucking finger to try and get them any kind of help because no, she what, hung up the, the fucking phones and they died. She hung up the phone and they died. About I'd say maybe close to an hour away was an aircraft was was an aircraft carrier with planes on the deck that could have yeah. gotten there in time to stop the shit before these four Americans died. Yeah, there was helicopters okay. on the deck. There was helicopters on the deck that could have gotten there in time to drop men on the fucking ground. We could have done something, but even but even beyond that, even if you go beyond Benghazi. The bullshit, the fucking lies, the collusion with Russia, it's been proven that Obama and her were intricate in it, to delete everything. It, it's, and they're not getting fucking brought to justice. And it's fucking gross. It's, it's grotesque. I literally feel like, I, I feel like a fucking patriot in fucking 1776 to the point where I hate my, I don't hate my country. Like, it's not like we're against England. It was different. But I hate the fucking people that have ran this country for so long. And I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to fucking fight. And that's why I'm out there fucking knuckling it up with these fucking assholes. But soon it's going to get the guns. It's going to get the weapons, man. It really is. I'm going to start. Uh, there's going to be a point where I'm going to shoot some fucking kid with fucking pink hair and a, and a, and a, and a penis ring that he wishes was, was a fucking vagina ring. Look, I, I've said this to a few to a few people, and I've even said this on the air here. If the shit with Antifa slash BLM escalates, okay, you basically, yeah. I mean, if it escalates to a point where, and it's already starting to escalate, where it's going beyond the big cities and starting to go into the smaller cities and rural towns. And I had one person who used to come to this broadcast tell me, oh, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's happening, brother. Uh, really? It's happening now. And I, right. and I did say it on this broadcast. It would happen. I said, I got a gut feeling on this. And <clears throat> every time I'm feeling on something, I'm usually spot on. Well, it's happened. There's been tiny moments where I've been wrong. And I can I can safely say that. Well, we need we need but, to call the arms, man. Because listen, I'm out here fist fighting with these fucking faggots, and I don't know how I don't know how much longer my fists are gonna fucking win, dude. Well, I've I said this. I don't know how much longer, man, because they're gonna pull out a gun on me and kill me one day. I said this many times. If they come pounding on my door to cave it in. They're going to get met. They met with the business end of a of a of a of a, of a long barrel rifle. And yeah, but here, here's, will, here's, here's but the they difference. Will be ca- this is no, here's the difference, and this is no disrespect to you, 
But I'm not waiting for them to come to me. I've been going to them. I've been going since Portland. I told you when my arm got fucked up, fingers don't work right. My ass is still out there. My ass is still up in Kalamazoo when I was just fighting them when they were swinging fucking street signs at me and throwing fucking bottles of piss and shit and, and hitting me with bear mace and all that kind of shit. I'm still out there. But I'm out there unarmed. Fist fighting these fuckers. And now they're shooting people. I don't know how much longer I can fucking keep... I don't know how much longer my body can keep out doing this. We need armed fucking patriots. We need them out there. We need Kyle Rittenhouse. We need him. We need everybody that's like him. There's no there's no way around it. We can't win without that. Because now they're, they executed that fucking kid... That he, you know, you know where he was from. He was from a group called Patriot Prayer. You see that execution two nights ago? It was, it was, it was, it was gut wrenching to watch that. It really was. Huh. Executed a patriot just because he was a Trump supporter, and he's from a group called Patriot Prayer. They are not a violent group. And from what I understand, sure. he was shot by by someone from Antifa. Oh, yeah, absolutely he was. They said, if you listen to the actual audio, they said, we got one, we got one, pull it out, bang, bang. And the fucking poor kid died. Now, I got to go out there and fist fight these fucking guys? They're shooting people at point-blank range? They're throwing Molotov cocktails? They're trying to burn every. They're trying to now. They're not just trying to burn down their own cities. They're trying to murder anybody that's fucking Trump related. And I gotta go out there and fist fight these fucking guys again and again and again. I've been doing it for two years, man. I I put a lot of miles on my body this year. I'm fucking these guys up, man. I'm telling you one thing: these fucking faggots can't fight, dude. But I'm gonna end up getting murdered. I'm going to end up getting murdered by these guys because I'm out there trying to fist fight them and they're out here murdering us. We need the call to arms. We need, we need patriots. We need gun owners. We need people to come out. We need to dress alike, look alike, so we know who we, each other are and, and talk to each other and, and show solidarity and go shoulder to shoulder. And if the guy doesn't have a gun, I'll knock his fucking teeth into the back of his throat. But if he's got a gun, I want a guy right next to me from fucking Oklahoma that'll blow his goddamn fucking head off. And then we move on to the next fucking group. You go city to city right. and clear this, clear this fucking, clear this bullshit that these these goddamn politicians have allowed. And everybody blames Trump and they go, why hasn't he stopped it? Because he's not allowed. Most people don't know that. He, the president does not have the permission. He doesn't have that. That's not his right. He, he cannot do this. He can't stop violence. He can't bring in the National Guard. That's why we have states' rights. He would, he would burn the Constitution if he just decided to send in the fucking the feds to every city. And he could do it in a heartbeat. And I know a lot of good military guys who are fucking strapped up and ready to go, sitting there itching. I wouldn't be surprised. Why, uh, oh. Look, guys, let me uh, just uh, 
interrupt for a second here. Uh, we're just under seven minutes away from the end of the broadcast. I do have one other caller from the 916 area code. 916, you're on. Yeah, I could, uh, hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I believe in the, in, in the, uh, the problem of the, elect- of the uh, election being postponed or interrupted, electoral college numbers goes down. Any state that cannot uh, have a, a true election will not participate. The number for the win of the electoral college will be less than 270. Uh, and the bad news is it will go to the House of Representatives if the electoral college is, 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 is not uh, uh, determined the winner. But if the electoral college is going to come into play big time if, if the, if the elect, uh, election is postponed or deemed uh, 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 they, they, can't, they can't have it. And, and as far as the uh, Trump sending in troops, he can only if he deems the governor and the, and the mayor, for example, of the city, cannot, cannot protect the U.S. citizens of that state or city. But that would cause a bigger problem, probably. Absolutely. They would, they would deem them the That's fact. right. Yeah, and it gets real complicated with the – I've been reading the, uh, the, the uh, 20th Amendment uh, – they would have to ratify it. They would have to uh, uh, create a law to, by uh, the Senate. The Senate and Congress would have to agree, and they're not going to. Not the way the not the way they are, it is now. So it might come down to what states can participate, what electoral votes they have. That number could uh, eventually determine the next president. Right. Uh, I'm going to have to throw in a joke, and I shouldn't have said that at first, but I spent most of my time reading the 19th Amendment because uh, I've been t- telling my girlfriend that it's fucking bullshit. Good joke. It's a good joke. Yeah, it's a good joke. <laughs> Nobody gets it. One other thing I wanted to add from the previous, uh, earlier in the conversation, you were saying uh, – these uh, Democratic-run cities and uh, states that are basically falling apart, uh, being burned and being run by Antifa or whoever, these these other groups. Uh, California has been, where I live, California has been run, has a super majority of the Democrats. They don't even have to go to the Assembly to pass bills. Jerry Brown screwed us when he left office. And this Gavin Newsom is, is Pelosi's brother-in-law or son-in-law. It's just as bad. I asked. I asked a, uh, a politician from Australia. They had that same problem years ago with a supermajority. The only way that can change is that when they overstep their their boundaries and the people get tired of it and vote them out. I hope we're at that point. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think California is too big. California is too big of a state to vote them out because your California is only red from. I mean, just a little bit above San Jose up. And well, you have yeah, 90, you're, you're, you're 90, right. You're 90% right. percent of your population is below that. Right. I live in Northern California, and I'll tell you what, the, most of the population in Northern California would like to divide the state because oh, of, 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 the, of the redistricting they did years ago with, with uh, Governor Yeah, Governor and Gray. 80% of Oregon would like to join you. Yeah, and, and the... Uh, uh, I think there's enough 
people that are turning their back on the left now, being that they're so radical, they're not stopping. Look at Portland. Look at I'm surprised San Francisco hasn't burned yet, to tell you the truth. It, it's so unsafe to even walk the streets. Oh, it's in covered, in, it's covered in it's covered in fucking uh, uh, yeah. homeless feces. Yeah, and, and if uh, homeless we feces get don't burn, brother. If we can get some proper news coverage of what's going on, it, it, it's got to change. Like the the politician from uh, Australia t- told me, he says that's when it will change. And uh, surprisingly, I think California almost there. People are running out of the state in droves, and it's the middle class. They're, they're doing it here in New York. Yeah, I don't know, man. That that I, I was listening to you guys before and and listening to the news. I mean, New York, we lose New York. How can that happen? I don't think we can. And I don't know how you absolve that. I don't know how you absolve that at all. New York just reached a record high of 13,000 Guys, I live in New York. Okay, I live in the state of New York. Okay, I live in the Hudson Valley. Okay, and a lot of people, and and i got to say this up front because a lot of people make the mistake uh, when I when I say you know I live in New York, the the first problem that, that I get hit with is, well your your mayor's a, your mayor's an asshole this and that and this and that. Uh, who are you referring to? Bill De Blasio. I don't live in New York City. I live about seventy five miles oh, yeah. or so I'm talking about, I'm talking north about of that. You're talking about the meatball, the the governor Governor Meatball. Yeah, Governor Governor uh, Governor Murderer. Yeah. Oh, because of what he first, because of, what, because of the nursing home scandal. Now we're, right, done right, about, right. we're done talking about 9/11. Chris Cuomo never had COVID. Never forget. He never had it. Why am I not surprised? He lied. He said he was quarantined, and then he got caught on a bike two times. Then I never left my house, and there's videos of him running around yelling, fighting with people. This fucking Fredo cocksucker. What is his name? Fredo uh, uh, Corleone Cuomo. Yeah, they 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 they, they gave him the nickname you know, because of the way he acts and the way he the way he he talks, especially on his, CNN. His name, his name guy, is Christopher was, Fredo Corleone Cuomo. He's a nut. No, uh, you know, I, I think right, right now there's, the there's there's too much there's too much money on the left to maybe change it around, but I hope it's going that way. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, the south of your state is so fucked, dude. Oh, God, yeah. The south I'm of your God, state is, is 80% of your voter uh, right. You know, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor, he gave the Californians a chance when, when uh, Gray, Gray Davis redid the redistricting illegally. They redistricted for the... For the uh, um, the electoral college and the and the uh, uh, majority votes to different like L.A. and San Diego and San Francisco. Basically, that redistricting gave Democrats a uh, super majority for years. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's when, why, when, when Arnold Schwarzenegger came he in, ran. He ran what, as a Republican, what, and then he acted what, like what, a Democrat. What, well, Schwarzenegger went to the people, and he start, he, he gave uh, created a special election. And, and begged the Californians to come out and vote to change it back because it was unconstitutional what they did. Nobody showed up to vote, so shame on the Californians that didn't vote, and we're paying for it now. I never, I never knew that. I've always had, I've always had bad things 
say about him, the way he ran that state. But I didn't know that he actually, ran, that he uh, that he proposed that. Actually, 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 he wasn't that bad of a. I mean, comparatively, he was a Republican, but he but he acted like a Democrat. Well, he had he had a majority of the of assembly be a Democrat. He had to work with him. I don't didn't agree with a lot of what he did, but well, he, he was be in, in his he office to understand it. Ninety percent of them. Wow. Yeah, you got to love or hate him. Uh, I didn't think he was. I, oh, I, 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 love, fun, I, I could name him. a lot worse. I could name him a lot worse. Dude, I think he's great. I wish I had a maid I could bang. <laughs> no, I really have a lot of respect for the guy. I mean, watch the old, watch the Bill Burr bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's one of the funniest fucking oh, things yeah. you'll ever hear in your life. It is. And it's, it is. And it's dead yeah. on balls accurate. Yeah. The guy's yeah, a hero. That, all, the guy's a, all that, everybody wants that to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But... I just wish he would have ran that state a little bit better. But yeah, you, know, you live there, you know better than me. I'm, I'm, I'm East Coast man. I'm 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 a, I'm I'm a Brooklyn kid. Yeah, ever since Ronald Reagan left, we've been uh, struggling to keep any kind of a Republican uh, taste here, and the Democrats have just ruined this state. They just ruined it. Jesus Christ! Have they ever had a Republican that wasn't in a movie? Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Reagan. He was in. Yeah, he, he, he was in a movie with a monkey. Uh, his little, his... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Reagan was in a movie with a monkey. Uh, Schwarzenegger was in a movie with fucking Carl Lewis. All right, so what happened? So basically, you, you got you, 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 Lewis, you had two guys who were governors of the state of California, both actors. Uh, I mean, Reagan, I, I can safely say, probably wasn't that bad, but he could have done better. No, he wasn't Same horrible. With he, had a, he had a natural knack of, of being able to work with both sides. The guy, if you look to the highlights on YouTube, oh, Reagan's speeches, well, yeah. everything's a joke. He was a great t- storyteller. Reagan was not a Republican. That's what most people don't realize when people say that. He was a middle-of-the-aisle guy. That's why he was a great president because he was middle of the aisle. Well, you got to remember the times. You got to remember the times. Republicans, yeah, Republicans at the time with Nixon uh, being impeached and that debacle. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't have this giant divide until until Donald Trump's fucking beautiful hair showed up. We didn't have this divide. It used to be a thing where Republicans and Democrats would work together and figure it out. Okay, here's you know, the thing. they've been saying for years going? that we, we, we have a, 2 million people move into California every year, but 3 million move out. Yeah, and, well, and, well this, this is what I was saying earlier. They're, they're doing yeah. it at, in, mass, in mass movement. They said you cannot buy a, a, a moving box in New York City. They're not available. Oh, oh really? You can't buy a box. Yeah, They're I heard you. The box. Exodus. You can't rent the truck. Yeah, you got... They're moving. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. gone. Jerry Seinfeld's ready to go to fucking uh, Pittsburgh. Nobody's well, you know, don't want to be there anymore. Companies don't want to be based in there no more. They don't even want their stores, so they're not going to reopen them either, I heard. No. 
Well, what I what I said from the beginning, and 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 what most people didn't hear, was when the when the rioting first started in New York, which was shocking to me that it happened in New York. Yeah. Because usually the yeah. NYPD. I mean, I lived I lived in New York for years. I mean, I've I I could see I could spot a fucking plainclothes cop from a fucking block away. And to not see any cops at all, not even uniform cops, beat cops. They're gone. I went, yo, this is bad. I go, this is so bad that I guarantee you, you're going to see a mass movement. Mass yeah. movement. Remember that movie with, with Kurt Russell, New York? It was uh, Escape run by... Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the vision I have when every time they talk about it. I go, oh, man. Board up the, the bridges. I don't know, man. It, it, it's getting worse and worse. And like you said, the fools, these Democrats can't see it. I mean, I'm a middle-of-the-road guy. I, there's some things that on both sides that I, I can agree with. But, but lately, in the last several years, I think I don't, we all. I don't, I, don't under, I don't understand. I don't understand the Democrats. I, I don't. They want to burn this freaking country down and rebuild it or something. Or, I don't know. And the Democrats like it that way. They don't want. They don't. They want us to know what they tell us to know. They don't want They're us Marcus. to know the, the truth because those of us who know the truth automatically we're Trump supporters and we're evil. I I got yeah. I, I I I was right. at a, a Trump boat parade and I stood on a bridge. That's all I did because these kids said they were going to throw frozen water bottles down at the boats. Oh, wow. So I went up on the boat on the bridge, put my mask up. My ass is on NJ.com, which is the biggest website in New Jersey. I got put up on there. White nationalist. <laughs> my picture. You didn't make it sound like it's a dirty word. I never said a word to them. <laughs> I never said a yeah. word to anybody. Well, it's like that guy that was assassinated. All they, all they yelled was Trumper. And he was assassinated. They didn't, they didn't say the Florida. They didn't say KKK. They didn't say white supremacist. They said Trumper. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you're involved in a Trump rally or what have you, you're automatically a racist, a white supremacist, a white nationalist, and all this other insanity. But here's what, what people need to, and I, I bring this up often, because the left-leaning liberal shitbag groups like Politico and Snopes have said recently that the Democrats did not, found, did not found, they were not the founders of the KKK. But yet, a New York Times our friend of mine shared with me not too long ago from a 1920s era New York Times article it clearly showed the KKK was founded by the Democrats. Okay? Yeah, there's there's, no, there's that, no argument there. It was, actually, they were. it was actually founded by Irish and Scottish Democrats, which kind of makes me feel bad being that I'm Irish. But yeah. the second wave of the KKK was run by the Democrat Party. For the resurgence, 
That's different. Absolutely. Because remember, there was three. There was three three levels of the KKK. The first level died, kind of around uh, way before World War II, right around the turn of the century. I think is when the first level of the KKK passed. You know, that just passed away. It died out. People aren't people aren't that racist. That's the good thing. People aren't racist, so it died down, and then it started you know, back if, up again. If, if, listen, if you listen to me, right right I'm if, the offense. I offend everybody. As soon as I start eating beans and franks with sauerkraut, and I start farting my ass off, everybody gets offended because one good blast from from this from this from this host, and it's like, oh my god, what the fuck? And God help them if I have if I have egg salad. All bets well, I can, I, I can prove to you that I'm not a white supremacist. How? I can, I can prove uh, because fucking uh, chinks and fucking kikes are better than me. There you go. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you if you if you want a good history lesson on on the KKK, listen to the, the videos of the ditch D'Souza. That's an old fucking joke. I love that one. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry, brother. No, that's right. It, 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 uh, they have on YouTube uh, the uh, uh, Ben Shapiro and Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, Fuck Ben Shapiro. Uh, where they speak. And, uh, but anyway, okay, listen I, to them. I, I do enjoy they, 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 they tell the history of the KKK um, uh, by date. They know it. Uh, don't don't listen. The history of it. Well, it, it, it's uh, it, it's very. Very enlightening yeah. what the Democrats have gotten away I'm, I'm, with. Uh, I'm not opposed to to uh, to Dinesh. I kind of dig yeah. him. He's a good guy. Uh, ben Shapiro's got a, a lot of great things to say. He's not he's not wrong. He actually he's right 90 percent of the time. But I don't trust anybody who quotes the Talmud. I know that book. It's 26 books. I don't know if you've ever read the Talmud. But it's 26 books long, and there's a whole entire book about how to dupe the non-Jew out of money. And there's also a book, there's also a part of the Talmud that says that you're allowed to have sex with a child up until three years old, because that's when they gain their virginity. That's why I do not trust anybody who quotes the Talmud. That's the only reason I don't trust Ben Shapiro. Well, you, 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 you mean Shapiro? I've never heard him get get religious. He quotes he quotes the Talmud a lot. He knows the Talmud. He knows it. He knows it front to back. Sure. And I don't trust anybody who knows that book front to back and still talks. If you read that book, if you read all twenty six volumes of that book, and you still quote it, you're a piece of fucking garbage. I can't trust you. Because you you believe in anything anything that, once you read that part about having sex with a child is okay, I'm sorry I I can't I can't talk to you anymore. I can't listen to you anymore, and I think that's where me and Ben Shapiro split. And I I've known him personally. I, I've worked with a lot of these guys. I worked with My, Milo Yiannopoulos. I work I work with Gavin McGinnis. I'm okay with radical thinking, but. Anybody who quotes the Talmud, I'm sorry, I have I have no I have no support for you. Look, in in my, in all in in the years because I I served two tours of active duty with the State Defense Force, the New York Guard, when 9/11 happened. Okay, 
In the years since, I have done research into, into Islam and their so-called book. And the one thing that I've come away with is they, they, have, they have two things that they are quite known for. A pedophile for a prophet, and well, we're if you don't believe the as they Talmud. do, they kill you. We're talking about the Jewish. Yeah, you don't. Do you, do you know who Bridget Gabrielle is? Absolutely. Yes. This I love. I love her, and I don't know why people don't listen. Uh, uh, she's not put up on stage more often. Uh, she's got it right. Yeah. She's the, the, the. Yeah, no, she's 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 a fucking superstar. She is. Yeah, she's got her shit together. As long as she doesn't quote the Talmud, I'll go with it. Like, I'm a Laura Loomer fan. I love Laura Loomer. I know her personally. I was I, I hung out with her in New York for years. She's a, she's a great broad. As yeah, well, long she's, as she's she a, don't... She's Christian. She, uh, she, Gabrielle's Christian. Oh, no, she's I know that. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I go with those extremists. Like the the what they call oh, right, right. But oh, I know, I, just, I know, I know. You know, and, and I, it all started with this political correctness. It ought to be thrown out and, and forgotten. I mean, it, yeah, but Gabrielle was backed by by Ben Shapiro a lot, and that kind of bugs me, and it kind of bugs a lot of people who understand the topic. Well, I I I I've never heard Ben Shapiro say that, but I don't doubt you at all. I'm not trying to. As far as the history of the Ku Klux Klan, Denise, Denise has it down. He, 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 he'll tell you oh, the yeah. Dinesh, third date Dinesh and how it changed. Dinesh is a bad dude, man. Yeah. And from FDR, that's how they were, they were fooled to uh, be uh, the, the uh, black vote became Democrat, was they were given free stuff out of the FDR. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, that's, that's get free stuff. almost clear. If anybody would read Dinesh's book, if they would just which give one? it out, uh, yeah, any book. Is right. Any fucking book. Just listen sure. to a speech of his. And kids would be changed. This country would be changed forever, but nobody gets to hear it. And that's fucking... Yeah, right. was, I mean, there's, he, a, there's a couple things I disagree with him on. A very few things. And they're very small things. It's not like I disagree yeah, he, with him on, on a major platform. Very small things. I go, all right. He's being a little silly, but his overall, like everything he covers, he's right. He's right. He's always well, right. You, you can sure see why they don't want him speaking at university. And was it he? He was Reagan's wonder boy, wasn't he? Well, well, I didn't say it until right now. Are we off the air? Well, we're, we're, archives. We're in archives. We're in archives we on Blog Talk Radio, but we're still live on the other platforms. Yeah. Uh, well, can I say it here? Fuck it. This is why. This is why we started. This is why the Proud Boys started. We started to, to protect people like like Dinesh D'Souza and Ann Coulter and Ben Shapiro and 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 and, and, and Crowder. This is why we started. We're not out here to fight. We're out here to protect the voices and, and let them be heard. And that's what I am. And I've been that since the day it started. 
And if this gets back to me, then I guess I'm just fucked. But I'm a no, proud boy from no, life. But, but, but yeah. you're, you're not saying anything that I haven't heard before from other people. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but they're, I, I they're, get I get I get docked well, all the time, man. People are trying to chase me down for being a proud boy. I've been I've been a proud boy since day fucking one. I'm there from day one. I'm fighting in all these cities, and we're doing these things. We're really taking care of. That was our main objective in the beginning, was just to protect right-wing speakers. So Gavin could speak, so Ann Coulter could speak. And if anybody knows Ann Coulter, please tell her. I'd love to have a brunch with her. Yeah, where is she? I have, She hasn't been, you know. Yeah, she gave up on her. Trump. She gave up on Trump, and she lost her fucking, she lost her uh, celebrity. I'll tell you what, she was the one that stood out and said Trump would win before anybody else had any clue. And did you read her book? Um, what was that called? The uh, Pluribus Awesome in Trump We Trust? No, I didn't read that. Book. Oh, E Pluribus Awesome. What a, and it was a great book. She's so yeah. sexy. But she fucking gave up on Trump. Well, she gave up. She gave up on him, and, and and it hurt her. And now she can't. Nobody cares about her anymore. Because the left, the left doesn't want to hear from her, and now the right's pissed at her. I, I do. Wanna, I, I, I just want to. I want to go have a nice avocado salad. <laughs> yeah, I think well, me and well. I think me and her can sixty nine very well. <laughs> okay. Those long legs. Yeah. 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 I got long dancers legs too. See, it's equal. I'll put it to you this way, guys: if, if I had the yeah. opportunity to sit down with President Trump himself and ask him one question, the one question oh. I would ask him is, "Was it running for president and having held no other office whatsoever?" I'd be very interested to hear what his answer would be on that. I really would. Because you it, you, you faded out. What, what, what's the question? The one question that, that, I was, that I was yeah. to ask the President of the United States, Donald Trump, is was it worth it? Okay. Having, having held no other office, political office of any kind, and President right out of the box, and this was it all? Oh. Was it truly worth? It? And I, I, I'm guessing that's a good I, question. I opportunity, but I'm guessing that he would probably say it was all worth it. Absolutely, I would agree with that. All right, now okay. hold on. Now we get we all get to do our own question. You go next. To ask what, what I would ask, ask Trump one question. Yeah, if you, if you could ask President Trump one question. See, that's what would that one question be? I think I think I think I would I would have to ask why the Democrats after the uh, the uh, uh, Tom Fitton and the uh, Justice uh, uh, Department those lawyers that are getting the uh, documents out of the Supreme Court out of the uh, uh, from the government how come they're not being like you said earlier how come they're not being pushed to the fire why do they really have to explain? Benghazi, the paper play, the uranium, and on and on and on, and, 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 and the, and the, and the uh, um, Clinton Foundation being it was just a laundered money. It was 
Why is it that they can't? Because nobody else seems to be able to answer the damn question. I think I'd have to go, I think, where, where does it stop? Why are they protected? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an idea. With the, as far as the Clinton Foundation, for example, yeah. where do you think they get a lot of their money from? From foreign governments foreign, and absolutely. Soros. Okay? Sure. That's where they're getting their money from. Foreign governments and George Soros. Can I do my question before we get into a little yes. conversation hey, about that? Yeah, what's your All question? Right. My question to Donald Trump, why are you so good at this, being that you have no fucking experience? I have an well, opinion on that. So do I. He has everything. So I. He has every. He has everything to lose, and he isn't. And he isn't. Uh, uh, it, uh, okay. All right. Well, then hold on. Let me see. Why did you lose okay, four ahead. billion to do this? You mean no, his life? So, is it business? He's so. He's That's so good. A, Why are you so what, good at this? That's what I want to know. Why are you so good? at just that. I don't want to know. I don't want to know who, where the children are. And thank God, yeah. they 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 rescued thirty nine fucking children in Atlanta. I don't want to know all that shit. I don't want to know about the children they 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 got from fucking uh, from the Rothschild uh, fucking uh, plant in in Tucson, Arizona, which happened two years ago, and nobody's talked about yet. I just want to know why are you so good at this? That's all I would ask. If it was me and him face to face, why are you so good at this? Well, as, as you're probably aware, politicians have been, whether it's from the Republican side of the aisle or the Democrat side of the aisle, who have been in the Oval Office, have tried to run this country like a business. Okay, and they failed at it miserably. Exactly. The only person that could run this country like a business is Donald Trump because he's a businessman. He knows business. Yep. He knows the art of, of negotiation. The man can negotiate with his with one hand tied behind his back and his eyes closed. Yep. The man he, knows he, how to how to he, he's got he's got the gift of gab when it comes to business. Like he, look, he, look, he, at, he, look at the way he, he dealt with NAFTA. He dropped kick NAFTA to the curb, and now you've got this USMCA, okay, which works out better in the long run for businesses, okay? Before this coronavirus pandemic shit, look at all the businesses that left this country because taxes were way too fucking high for them to operate in the United States, okay? So they left this country, went to other countries, where it was cheap for them to run their business and everything else, now those companies are starting to come back, or they, and they, they, they've been starting to come back slowly over time. Why? Because Donald Trump knew how to get them to come back. No, that's not the only thing I'm talking about. Operate here. That's not the only thing I'm talking about. Do you know how many millions of fucking, I mean, not millions, you know how many tens of thousands of children have been saved due to the operations that his military, his military, 
by the way, people appointed by him, have the, those operations that, that they've completed, children saved, lives saved, 49 children saved. This is not, I'm not talking about the 39 kids in, in, in Atlanta. I'm talking about the 49 two years ago, actually almost three years ago, in Tucson. In, in in a fucking Rothschild owned fucking ground. That was the, the underground bunker owned by the Rothschild. And they said, Well, wow. we didn't know we didn't know about that. It's just a, it's it's a mixed it's a mixed company between us and the and the Mexicans and it's a cement company and we didn't know that was happening. And the Rothschild fucking the youngest Rothschild is the fucking mayor of Tucson? And nobody talks about that. Nobody mentions it. Not one person has ever mentioned that. The fucking youngest Rothschild was the mayor of Tucson, and he owned a company that was split between Mexico and fucking in Arizona, and, and they found 49 fucking children. They don't mention that. Never gets brought up once. And, and I'm supposed what, to trust these fucking Jews? Sorry, pardon my, pardon my well, anti-Semitism. Uh, well, that's one thing that's got to change. I, we got to keep the media. This this liberal media is it's got to go back to an honest somehow. Well, it's, it's all their uh, it's all their fucking it's all their hat. family. Yeah. Yeah, Look, fellas, I'll put you like this, I'll, and then I got to I got to end the broadcast. Okay. I'll put this to you both. Okay. Simply put, this election is going to happen. But we need, we, all of us in America, need to stand up and go to the polls, okay? Oh, go to the yeah. actual voting machines and vote, okay? Yeah. You, you know, and, and there's one idea that nobody seems to want to even consider. And I brought it up on this broadcast last week. I want to get your thoughts on this before, before we call it a night. I said last week what, we, what they should do is instead of having one day of, of voting on a, for Election Day, start on Monday at 6 in the morning, close the polls at 9, resume again at, from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. for yeah. the whole fucking week. This would eliminate the necessity for, for mail-in voting unless it's an absentee ballot requested Absolutely. by the voter. Okay? Absolutely. Now, if they did that, with all the social distancing, mask wearing, and all this other shit, guess what? This election would happen, and it would be a legitimate election. Yes, it would, it would be dragged out a little longer, granted, but it would work. But do you think anyone yeah, a days, in the Republican a couple Party months. or the Democratic Party came up with this shit? No. It took a guy with a big mouth and a microphone to come up with this idea. Okay. So the bottom line here is, you know, this is the idea that I came up with, and I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that there isn't a person alive who would sit there and say, oh, no, that's a bad idea, that, that, that could never work, blah, blah, blah. Prove me wrong. Well, Nancy Pelosi would. Nancy Pelosi is, uh, let me put it this way, okay? I, I joke about her often, Okay. You've seen her do her news, her, her little news conferences, right? All those nice little news conferences where she's sitting there, 
she walks up, she's got the mask on her face, and then she pulls I get, it off I her get face. epilepsy watching her talk. I have epilepsy, okay? And I'm afraid I'm going to oh, have a seizure today because of that woman. I saw her. your bad luck, <laughs> Yeah, but you know something? Okay, and then I, I'm sorry, I, I get herpes when I watch her talk. She's 15 years of age, and, and you know what? I've been very fortunate for 25 years plus, I have not had one seizure in 25 plus years. I've been very fortunate. Wow. So, wow. and I still, and I, still I, I actually got struck, I actually got struck with the and they disease when I was 12 years old. You know, hey, but here's, here's the thing. I, I, started, the I started suffering from a disease when I was 12 years old. It's called alcoholism. I'm still working with it. I'm still working on it. I'm a recovering oh, alcoholic over over 26 years. I'm a president. Okay. Alcoholic. I, I started drinking. I started drinking drink when I was 12. Years? I haven't drank alcohol in 26 years. Good for fucking you, dude. Yeah, no shit. When I use my bare hands to try and take the life of, a, of of another human being in a drunken rage, that's when I knew I was in big fucking trouble. Big trouble, and that's and that I mean, was the day I. You guys more often. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I get, I drink every day. I drink every day. It's my thing. Well, I I the, the only thing I drink is coffee, and believe me when I tell you, I've become quite the the coffee connoisseur. my my coffee intake. In the last four years, has increased exponentially while sitting on the broadcast. So, it, it does come with a price. I end up running. Hey, Jeff, gentlemen, thank you for thank you for taking my call and let me voice. Uh, I got I got to take off. Uh, I'm Jay Hatter. I'm also I'm also I'm also a blog talk radio host. Uh, Jay Hatter. What's the Thank you very much. What's your show? What, what show do you do? It's a writing. It's a it's a it's a writing show. Mine's more entertainment. It's ATOV, a team of voices. Blog uh, talk. I'm Jay Hatter. My, my show's on Saturday. I'll be I'll be live Tuesday night tomorrow night, and then again Saturday. All right. Well, thank you for uh, calling in and uh, you know and, and participating in this broadcast. And yeah, I've listened you to your show back. before. I, I listened to you guys before, oh. and, uh, and it was just the first time I called in. So, thank you very much. Um, I'm a caller. Thank too, you for so being. Thank you, brother. Yep. You guys have a good evening, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Out. All right. But uh, hey, unfortunately, yeah. it is time for me to lock up shop, put this puppy to bed, and say "Arriva Toichi," because <laughs> I, but, I'm running out. Then I will bid you adieu. All right. As we say, you can and we, we can't you, you can't stay here. Gotta go. Give me a huge favor, guys. Oh yeah. Show, show, All right. Give a shout out to the Proud Boys when you can. We we need the help. Absolutely. All right. Well, gentlemen, All right, I love you guys. Good. I love the show. We'll talk soon, man. That's good. Sounds like a plan. And with that having been said, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask.
It would be a mistake if you did, and, and bad, big trouble for me. <laughs> on that note, we will be back on Tuesday night for another edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. That last part means that we will do our very best to bring you the, the most uh, topical information possible, the latest information that we can get our hands on, and, of course, have a little fun along the way, too, if we can. So take care, everybody. And remember, our country needs you to go to the polls and to say with a loud, clear voice, I will make a difference. Make a difference. Vote in November. Don't get an absentee ballot. Don't vote by mail. If you have the opportunity to go to the polls, you go to the polls. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand in line like, like everybody else. I'm going to wait my turn patiently. Might even entertain a few people along the way, telling a few jokes if I can. But in the meantime, that's the end of this broadcast for this Monday night into Tuesday morning. Until next time, I'm out of here. Good night, America. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to we Report at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's we Report at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. Let it be written. Let it be done.